still goalie, please. This is South Florida's only please. real sports station. WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. A busy And WQAM.com. Have a great day, Mo. Over out the moon, man. Get away and feel the release. Smell the fresh sea air. Take in the unparalleled experience of Cuban rafting on Big Lattic. It's like a vacation, away from your troubles, your life back home. You're the skipper on a journey to a better place. The only thing between you and your destination is whatever nature has planned for you that day. Unpredictable, breathtaking, life-threatening, Cuban rafting on Big Lattic. Row your way to something better. Row faster. No faster. Here come the sharks. You gotta row much faster than that. Row, damn it. Paid for by the U.S. Navy. All right, 902 at 560 WQM. Boy, Mo was really on a, a tear this morning, wasn't he? Talking about uh, immigration. Somebody ought to give him like a primer, a little lesson on what this is all about. He's only been here a few months, in all fairness. He hasn't got a clue what it's all about. What we've been through, he don't have no clue. Well, he'll be here long enough. Well, maybe. It's time to get it on. You said it, baby. Time to get it on. Let's get some more Haitians in here. What do you say? No. No. Enough. See, I know that I'm back here because uh, you turn on your TV, set it on every goddamn channel, including the Talking Head channels. There's a bunch of Haitians running all over Key Biscayne. <laughs> you pick a great spot to show up on, too, by the way. I don't want to break the news to you guys, but you're not allowed on Key Biscayne, okay? You better get it straight. Come, uh, you know, come up on shore someplace else. Preferably much further south would be good. Huh? Like where? What is south? Like like on South Beach would be good. Party time. No, that would be good. Anyway, we'll get into all of that, I'm sure. And I heard all of those very articulate calls this morning driving to work, including many people I have no idea what they're talking about, but it kind of fit in. Man, did we have a response yesterday from the gun nuts. <laughs> Not just our usual nuts. The gun nuts invaded our pool because the, what do they call that? It's the NRA Ditto Head Chain, uh, Daisy Chain. That's what it's called. The daisy chain got going, and as soon as these paranoid assholes discovered that we were taking a poll, anything to do with guns, we had 80 billion people who never even heard of this show who wouldn't know me from goddamn uh, Adam. All of a sudden, they're on there. We got 2,310 votes. Let's hear it. Oh! And some of them are even real. But see, this couldn't, I knew this couldn't be the work. Once I saw it getting so out of control, it couldn't be the work of our usual uh, lunkheads who have no life. This was the uh, right-wing daisy chain. 1,601. What, our question was, what's your take on guns in the U.S.? What's your take? 1,601 said, don't F for the Second Amendment, my guns, God damn it. 1,601. 69.3%. Anybody believe it? No. No. In fact, they were uh, in second place, a distant second during the, uh, most of the show, until the word got out of the daisy chain. Oh, we better vote, as if, as if this poll on this stupid radio show is going to change the law. I mean, it's just a poll, just for fun. There is no fun when you're taking away my gun. Okay, son? Got it? Anyway, 1601 said, don't F with my second amendment with my gun. It's too late. Gun nuts run the country. 345 of you said that. Too many gun-loving rednecks. 174 said that. Boy, that's certainly a point. No private citizen should have handguns. 82. Only police should have guns. 77. And only police and hunters should have guns. 30. 2,310 votes. Man, we, we had more hits on there than you can even imagine. Then are going down at O.J.'s house. Can you imagine all the hits going on over there? Anyway, so I talked to Eric yesterday, and he says we ought to be doing a Best of Neil CD every six months. See, Eric isn't like some of the lazy people we have around here, which I don't want to mention George and Miguel by name. Also, Petey Lenny, I don't see no champion light. See this? 
Last one, last half a bottle there. So I'm going to start bringing my own stuff in here. This sales department, man, I tell you, they are. They went to Vegas for a few days and right away, uh, well, you know, we're back here, but we're not going to do nothing. He's busy doing his red rough and sore spots. He can't be bothered to bring me the champion light. Well, when you're dealing with neurotic salespeople, don't don't ask. Just bring your own crap in. So anyway, Eric says he'd be willing to do one every six months. See, because now that it's on the website there like that, it can just stay on there. We don't have to have, like, any deadline. I'd like to raise a lot more money for Abandoned Pet Rescue. It's a good charity. We raised plenty of cash from last year. And I say let's do it again. Carlos says no problem. No problem. No problem. And then as far as Miguel is concerned, who obviously is so lazy he don't want to get involved, he don't have to be involved. Because we can just have a bunch of them pressed, and we'll send a supply down here. And when he goes out on his other appearances with a van, he can have a few of them with him. Right? Exactly. You don't have to go out special for us, because obviously he don't want to be bothered doing that. Because, you know, we're small potatoes compared to those important things he does. And also we can put them at, like, at both pizza loft locations. Where there's a will, there's a way. I'm not going to take the lazy way out like George and Miguel. Maybe they're, maybe they're doing something together. I don't know. wouldn't surprise me. wouldn't surprise me at all. Also, we got another little crisis before we talk about Haitians. Oh, bad news, boys and girls, very bad news. First of all, Smallville last night I thought was pretty weak. I'm I'm so tired about John and Martha Kent, you know, the schleppers, and they haven't got any money, and she has to get Grandpa with a check. Uh, I don't know. You know, if you had a kid like that that can, like, do anything, he could, like, rob a bank. Okay, we all want to be honest. He could rob the bank in the middle of the night. Nobody would even know it. You know what I'm saying? Nobody would know it. A couple of million, that's all they need. They don't have to be greedy. Wouldn't even miss it. He can go around like do, uh, you know, he's so fast, he could like, you know, at the 7-Elevens. He doesn't have to do like a hold-up or an armed robbery. He can just go in and whiz in there so fast. What happened? Money's all gone, but who the hell was that? I have no idea. It's just all gone. Just to take care of business. Not not to have like be rich, but just to take care of the farm and poor John and Martha, who seem to be rather inept at life. Although she does make a mean muffin. So anyway, uh, this and the one next week looks like, now you didn't see it obviously last night because you don't watch Smallville, but that's okay. But the one, the preview for the one next week is a must-watch for next Tuesday night. Man, heavy duty as they just seem to all discover uh, his secret. And uh, some woman comes along who claims to be Clark's real mother, and they order a DNA test. And oh my God, woo! Heavy duty on Smallville. Oh my God! Next Tuesday, right? But this is this is some of the worst news I've ever seen. Even worse than people washing up on the shore. I wish I had Mr. Acker Bilk, which most of you aren't old enough to remember that song, "Strangers on the Shore." No, it's an old. It was an instrumental, Mr. Racker Bilk. I bet you Volker Brian's got it somewhere. <laughs> I'd love to have that. I'm not making fun of people who are desperate, but you know something? There's about a two, three billion people in the world who would say that they're desperate. Too many refugees, man. Too many refugees. Let's take care of America first, and then of course our Cuban friends, because they got the political clout. Which you Haitian people, why don't you understand it? You got no clout. When in doubt, you better get some clout, because otherwise you're out. That's the way it works. You're straight back where you'd be coming from. I, I didn't uh, like that scene yesterday at all. It was too chaotic. And the, and the worst part of it is this morning they're saying, oh, well, the Coast Guard was tracking that uh, sh ship all the way from Haiti. They knew they were coming. I saw So that. rather than have an interdiction at sea, which, of course, can get a little sloppy when people start go falling overboard and drowning, instead of doing that, they let him come here. Well, what's that all about? And we're protecting our borders? Who knows who might have been on that goddamn boat, on that leaky vessel? So anyway, here's the worst news in the history of my life. Man, talk about depressing. It was just a matter of time. Brittany and Justin, so over. Long live Jessica and Nick, it says. Oh, no. The happy ending that never was for Ms. Spears and Mr. Tinkerbell came true for pop star counterparts Jessica Simpson and Nick Lachey Wednesday, uh, uh, Wednesday Sunday in her native Texas, reports E! Online. 
Simpsons record label Sony confirmed the nuptials. Oh, jeez. The merger between Simpson, the Irresistible Bubblegum Babe, and Lachey, the 98 Degrees Boy Bander, occurred at a chapel near Austin with reported 350 guests. I wonder if they had to pay their own way, like to Joe Costello's wedding. Simpson wore white, a logical fashion choice for the pop world's most famous self-proclaimed virgin since the pre-Python Spears. Saving myself for marriage just was always something that was just a part of me in my life, and I was shocked that it was like on the cover of newspapers and magazines, and there was such a great deal, she told Craig Kilborn on the CBS's Late Late Show in September. She couldn't believe that it was amazing that somebody like 48 years old, whatever the hell she is, was saving it for marriage. So that's uh, real sad news, okay? It's going to take me a while to get over that, to come to grips with that whole deal. Nine minutes after ten, we got a good the Haitian pool today, naturally, because that's what everybody's talking about. We don't care about ball games today and crap like that and stupid-ass hockey games. We care about Haitians. That's what we care about. We care about people washing up on the shores. And then, of course, with the election next Tuesday, what a fortuitous uh, period of time I chose to be here, you know? Illegal aliens washing up on shore in large numbers, over 200 of them, and then the election, which will probably be botched again next Tuesday. A great time to be here, briefly. Twenty, And you notice how fast the poll stopped as soon as I read it. As soon as I read it, that was the end of that. <laughs> nice. We're going to get our way, you bastard. Okay, great, great. Go out and uh, squeeze off a few, okay? Man, maniacs. Ten past nine. Uh, that, uh, that was Carlos that said you're all maniacs. Ten past nine at 560 WQM. Let me tell you right now, there's never been a better or smarter time to buy you a new home or refinance your existing home. How about a rate of only 3.95%? That's correct. Financial Group can offer you an unprecedented 3.95%. All you have to do is call Financial Group at their toll-free number, 1-800-940-LEND. That's 1-800-940-5363. The money you're going to save is absolutely Unbelievable. incredible. It is, Incredible. like I said, think about it. You can get yourself a $100,000 loan for only 450 bucks a month or a $200,000 loan for only 950 bucks a month. The process is simple, and you'll save thousands of dollars each year. Just call our good paisans at Financial Group at 1-800-940-LEND. There's never been a better or smarter time to get you a low interest rate, no matter what the mad dog tells you. Call Financial Group. You'll be on your way to big savings. Yeah, I notice he's taking shots at everybody else's sponsors now. Hey, you're getting a little bit too big for that uniform, okay? Pretty soon it's going to be number 8888. Financial Group is an equal housing lender. Credit restrictions do apply, and don't forget rates are subject to change if you wait too long. So call them now, 1-800-940-LEND. That's 1-800-940-5363. My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. I picked the bad day to quit sniffing glue. Yes. Sing my song, but you're not looking at my mouth. You stare so long at something that's a bit further south. And it's not my face where both your eyes go looking. Right under my clothes is my biggest. Welcome. Underneath my clothes, there's a great big booty, bigger than J-Lo's, is my huge patootie, and that is why nobody cares that I sing so friggin' funny.
cheese squeaking on it. She's great. It's 914 at 560 WQAM. So anyway, today being Wednesday, I almost forgot. You know what? We got noon to one today. I didn't really almost forget. I woke up. I said, it's Wednesday. And I said, thank the Lord. Thank you. We got a big uh, hump day today. Noon to one uh, comedy bits. Great. Excellent. Here's a fax. Also, thanks. I don't know if that says Jackie or Ricky or uh, I don't know what that says. Bad writing. But anyway, great article by Woody Harrelson in The Guardian. Thank you very much. But I already read this on the air last week. It's very long, and I already read it on the air about Woodman and Woody and Woody and Woodman and et cetera. Thank you very much, though, for wasting uh, five pages of fact. I mean, uh, for sending me that. No, the intentions were good. How they they can't listen every minute every day. God damn it, which is unfortunate. Here's our poll question today. Before we get any further, I don't want to diddle around with a lot of uh, got too much stuff here. And also yesterday, uh, and it's your fault, Carlos. I'll blame you. Okay. Yesterday was Tuesday. I forgot tabloid Tuesday. I didn't oh. do any of my tabloid. And you want to know why? I couldn't have done it anyway because I didn't get the tabloids. I went over to Walgreens last night. I noticed Marcy wasn't working. But I went over to Walgreens and picked up all the tabloids. I got a Robert Blake exclusive. John Bonet exclusive. Another one about her handwriting uh, matches. Gay leading men. Oh, just all kinds of heavy-duty stuff a little later on. So it's going to be a, a pressure pack. Can you smell it? Pressure-packed Wednesday. Where is everybody, by the way? Where's Clarence? Where's uh, uh, Muff? Huh? Where's that rating book that was supposed to come in yesterday that never showed up? Where's my uh, champion light? I think we're all alone in here today. I think they must be out there consorting with the Mo-Man. Here's uh, the pool. Where the hell is it? Do I have a pool? I got one here somewhere. Oh, here it is. What's your take on the 200-plus Haitians who made it here Tuesday? What's your take? I got one, two, three, four, five choices for you. Okay? What's your take? They should be sent back immediately. They should all, and I faxed this already to Eric, so just relax, Carlos. Everything's under control. They should be allowed to stay. They should be allowed to apply for political asylum. Only Cubans should be allowed to stay when they reach the U.S. Or no more refugees. Close the gates with three exclamation points. Close the gates. Oh! I will tell you how I'm going to vote. Close the gate. I'm sorry. So anyway, well, you see, we got this. There's something, like I said before, Cubans have political clout. They got uh, 14 different Le uh, Diaz Balarts, and they got uh, Ileana Gross, uh, Rosanna Dana, and all these other clowns in there. So they got political clout, baby. They got Armando Gutierrez with his big fat pupik, and they got uh, all these guys. The Haitians, on the other hand, have got a couple of flunky lawyers, and that's it. No political clout. In addition to which, when anybody comes here under those circumstances, uh, you can't just be running off into the woods like that because... When you come from a society like, and I'm not knocking Haiti, but the fact of the matter is poverty is rampant there and filth and squalor. And so there are a lot of people there with disease, you know, like old-time diseases that we thought we got rid of a few years ago, like tuberculosis, just as an example. And to have these people kind of running loose there through Key Biscayne, as desperate as they are, is a little bit unsettling, you know, to anybody with a half a brain. This ain't the way that immigration is supposed to work. That's just not the way it's supposed to be done. And especially at a time when we're supposed to be so careful about who's coming in here. We're so cautious about protecting our borders because we got terrorists looking to uh, do us e evildoers. And the Coast Guard was, was they were, they were plotting the course of the ship and they knew it was coming all the way, every inch of the way. And they did nothing until they just about got here. And then they all jumped out, which is showing for the eight minute time again on there with Miss Mark Potter. She's all whipped up to a frenzy. And there they are uh, jumping into that pickup truck. Hey, surprise. New cargo for you, baby. Man, that must have been a little bit gamey, you know. What's your take on the 200-plus Haitians who made it here Tuesday? They should be sent back immediately. They should all be allowed to stay. They should be allowed to apply for political asylum. Only Cubans should be allowed to stay when they reach the U.S. Let's hear it for those Cubans, goddammit. Oh! They've taken over, so let's be subservient. Let's suck up to our Cuban friends, if we have any. 
besides Carlos. No more refugees. Close the gates is the last choice. There's. A, let's see. Let me vote on a thing here. Of course, it's a tough choice for me. Let's see. What is it? No more refugees. Okay. Here's a fax that says, thought of the day, Haitians, Haitians everywhere. Did anybody tell the Haitians that they jumped into the dirtiest water filled with human and animal waste equals Schmidt, not fit for human swimmers? I guess nobody told them that, and probably they're familiar with that based on the conditions back where they live. That could only be an improvement. Do you remember Rick and Sud's Instrumental Man? No, I do not. They would talk about rock and roll songs. Two minutes later, they'd pick up the phone and hear the song. Bring back Rick and Suds and the Bird, No More Mo, says this faxer. How do you like that? No more Mo. It's time to get it on. You better get with it, Mr. Don't be knocking Mo. Next, you'll be knocking the Cubans, too, okay? Don't be stepping on our buddies. Refugees' arrival rekindles debate on Haiti policy, it says here. And then I heard Mo going on this morning about, oh, these people are scared to death. Uh, they, they're scared for their lives is why they left. They're not scared for their lives. They're economic refugees, man. They're refugees, economic. It's got nothing to do with politics. These people aren't scared for their lives. Just like all those people that come schlepping here from Latin America because the Pope keeps making all them schleppers make 8 and 10 and 15 babies, and they got no work for those people. They're not pouring across the border because they're political refugees. They're economic refugees. And at a time when we got this uh, high unemployment now, and we got all these people working for peanuts on top of that who don't even show up in the unemployment numbers, like Carlos, we can't even get paid. When we got that kind of a situation, this business about just continuing to let this uh, unregulated flow of people come in here, can't do it, baby. I told you this 25 years ago. The inn is full. No room at the inn, unless it's the Virgin Mary and Joseph. That's it. Nobody else. Put a lot lid on it for like five years, and let's start taking care of our own people. Let's build up from within instead of like continuing to weaken ourselves, which is what we do the best. If we really are so serious about protecting uh, the integrity of the borders of this country, which has always been a big joke, it's always been a big grandstand BS bunch of crap. So the poll is up. And, of course, let's face it, the Cubans also, most of them, are not political refugees. I mean, this business about Fidel, he's bad, and communism is bad. We understand that, but they're economic refugees. They, you know, they lost everything they had. The ones, of course, those people all came here in the 60s. Those are already came over here. Because the ones who are there right now, most have never had anything in the first place, which is why they're desperate to come over here so they can at least get a Happy Meal. Because once Alien and Daddy told them about that Happy Meal, they want they want it. If McDonald's would just start building... See, that's the other thing. If Bush would stop pandering to all of you Cubans out there, you're going to vote for him anyway. If they would go along with Congress, which now overwhelmingly says, let's get rid of this damn embargo, okay? It didn't work for 43 years. Let's open things up a little bit because it worked in other places. And let's, uh, you know, export some of our poison over there, like McDonald's and Bur Burglar King. There you go. And then everybody can get their own Happy Meal, and they'll stop schlepping on goddamn rubber rafts and coming here and moving into goddamn plantation. Boy, I tell you, it's just, uh, and, you know, it's just the way it is. This is what it is. This is just what it is. Look at those phones. They're smoking, aren't they? Not. I guess they all got it out of their system calling Mo about the Haitian refugees. You just can't stay. That's all there is to it, okay? You cannot stay here. You got to go back. You're not. No, they're not. They're not seeking political asylum. And they, I think they should give them real quick hearings, like about 20, 30 seconds. And that's about it. And put them all on a boat, feed them. They, they give them water. And like uh, whatever they had yesterday is better than whatever they've been eating over there, I'll tell you that. And also, when, when, before they go back, you're sewing the baseballs too tight, okay? You're sewing them too. No, that's why uh, we get like 65 and 70 home runs from these guys. And Barry Bonds is 100 years old. He's hitting like 72 home runs. They're so into baseballs, too. They're like golf balls now, guys. Get it right. Maybe if you get it right, we'll let you come back. A couple of you. But so the baseball's right. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon line. I got a great fax here, too, when I came in today. An excellent fax, which I'll get to. And a couple of good articles. Maureen Dodd's got another good column. Some of my bedtime stories. You know, 
periodicals on audio. Not too much of that, though, anymore. We want to get some heavy-duty phone response here. Look at that. We're not getting it. WQAM. Morning, Neil. Yes, sir. Did anybody ever tell you why they call them Haitians? WQAM. QAM. Nobody there. 5670560. Pound 560 on the AT. See, I thought I would take like a couple of segments here and hear what these people have to say about it. But evidently, as you look at that, 46 votes all there already. No more refugees. Close the gates. 27 of us said that. Oh, did I say that of us? They should be sent back immediately, 8. They should be allowed to apply for political asylum, 7. Only Cubans should be allowed to stay when they reach U.S. 3. <laughs> I wonder who those people were. And they should be allowed to stay, 1. 1. That was probably, what the hell's that goddamn attorney's name? Not the one I had on yesterday, the one, the professional, uh, what the hell's that attorney's name? He used to defend the, the uh, Haitians all the time. Been out of the news for a long time. Now it's Kendall Coffey's on there, like every five minutes. He's on there for this. He's on there for that. Kendall Coffey, another professional media hound. Oh, every two minutes he's on. WQAM. Kendall Coffey's the one that bit that stripper right in the butt. Yeah, that's right. If you remember yes, that. I that, do. that. That attorney you're looking for, her last name is Little. No, 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 this was a guy. No. Hey, it's not just the Haitians. It's, it's, it's everybody migrating to South Florida to make it a big toilet. Mm -hmm. It's not, not just that group of people, but I, I agree. They need to go back. Of course. They're, they're and, a blight on the, uh, the economy here in South Florida. And haven't, you, haven't you asked yourself why the Coast Guard didn't interdict this uh, boat at sea and turn it around? That's a good question. I hadn't heard that before, but if, if they knew that and allowed them and didn't set up for the police to intercept these people, it, that's ridiculous. And then, of course, to, to be scattering on a uh, causeway there in Key Biscayne and running all over the damn place, that's a wonderful way to have immigration policy running. It's just unbelievable the way it works here in South Florida. But I agree. <laughs> if these were the Cubans, uh, they'd already be processed and be released. What do you mean processed? They'd already have a goddamn 57 Chevy and all a uh, driver's license. What are you talking about, man? You better get with it, sir. You better understand yeah. where you are. Yeah, it's uh, just uh, it's one big toilet. It's, it's actually depressing. Hasta que me olvides. All right, Neil. Uh, hasta luego. <laughs> hey, listen, I know where I am. I can uh, play the game here for a few days while I'm here, and I can get the hell out of here real fast. Oh, boy, this guy's right. He hit it right on the old head. WQAM. Neil. Yes, sir. No more, uh, sir, uh, this is the asshole woman that calls occasionally and listens frequently. Oh, yes, ma'am. Uh, shut the goddamn gate. No more referees. And if we're going to have referees, how about some Incas? Incas? Inca dinka do? Yeah. Okay. Yes, Bye. Okay, bye. She sounds like a guy, but she's got a hoarse, raspy voice. She probably smokes and drinks a lot, which means uh, she's our kind of gal. No, guys like uh, women that smoke and drink a lot. Five six, especially the drinking part. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on. That's what George says. Used to work with his wife, not anymore. Not anymore. Can't loosen her up for her love or money. And of course, since there ain't no love or money in it. WQAM. Lead me to the cats. Meow. Now, see, there's another guy. It's not that time. It's not lunchtime, pal. Just relax. There's a guy talking Haitian cuisine already. Although, like I said, I'm sure that whatever they fed them, they would give them a little bottle of water, maybe a couple of Big Macs. Because they were, well, they'd been at sea for like eight days, it said. What did it say in here? Eight days? Whatever the hell it says. I don't, yeah, eight days at sea. There, I already got the Pompano Park copy. I'm way ahead of you. He already faxed it to me. So I'm way ahead of you, Troy. And I haven't even got to ripping your buddy Earring Troy yet, but I will. Oh, yeah, Earring Troy wants to cut the beast off. I didn't mention that yet on Balance for Life. And we're going to run a campaign here on here to make sure. The beast has lost 58 pounds. See, this isn't just money, Troy, Troy with the earrings. This is like saving somebody's life, making you look like a real... Uh, uh, and quit bringing food to George. He's not on any diet, that little freeloading spick. He don't need your food. Bring it to the beast. 
Don't cut the man off. That that's unconscionable, you know. Well, we've used him as much as we can. He's he's run his usefulness now, so let's let's just cut the fat sucker off, you know. Nasty. Nasty. I mean, talk about exploited uh, exploitation. Hey, you're being exploited again, beast, and I want you to know I'm going to bat for you. Because I'm pretty proud of a guy that lost 58 pounds and looks almost human. I mean, he's right on the verge of cracking the 60-pound mark. Huh? What are you laughing about? It's true. He's, uh, he's still a fat slob, but he's he's doing a lot better. I didn't know him when he was that that fat. I didn't know him when he was at his full. He was girth. 284. He looked like a human bowling ball. He looked like a schmoo. He had no edges, just a round, waddling thing. And now he's almost got definable uh, body parts. Well, he's five foot four, you know. So 226 is still fairly hefty. So, Troy, over there with your double earrings, you better cut the crap, mister. I'm going to start getting really porked off and tell him the truth about that Baba Ganoush. 27 after 9 at 560 WQM. Let me tell you about Dollar Mattress. Here's the truth about Miguel. Have we seen Miguel with any of that uh, stuff, the champion light? No. Is he helping us with our best of that I just mentioned? No. See, him and George, the two of them together, they're conspiring against this show. So I want to apologize to Mo because you should have got George fired. You're right. Anyway, recently our friends at Dollar Mattress set up the lovely Miguel with a new bed, and he's loving it. He's screwing his brains out in it. Matter of fact, that's why we don't see him anymore. He can't even walk. The folks at Dollar Mattress did exactly what they promised. No BS, no excuses, no bait and swish, just a comfortable, relaxing night's sleep for Miguel, night after night after night, and he continues doing it. When the crew from Dollar Mattress got to his home, they took away the crappy, smelly old mattress, which you can only imagine what that thing must have been like, and they set up the brand new one. Don't be tempted by stores going out of business who can't deliver you a great new mattress. Now through the end of the month, which means today and tomorrow. I mean, that's not a big deal. You know, what it should do is inspire you to get on the phone right now. You can get your delivery from Dollar Mattress free. That's through the end of the month, but again, that's today and tomorrow, the last two days, obviously. You can get a free delivery from Dollar Mattress just in two hours from when you call or in any given two-hour window you provide what's convenient for you depending on where you live. Don't forget, limited time delivery is free, so sleep like a baby like me and Miguel be doing. Call one, that's what it says here, like me and Miguel. 1-800, well, so they're illiterate back there. 1-800-MATTRESS, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S for Dollar Mattress. Brand name beds for busy and for lazy people, too. My, my and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. There's a but I smell it. This here Senator Trent Lott. I'd like to take this time to tell all good and loyal Americans to support our fearless leader. Now, you leftist commie pico facts have got to ask yourself once and for all, who's the real enemy of America? President Bush or Saddamie Hussein? Never mind that Osama and the Saudis. You just listen to me now. I ain't no coward like this Tom Daschle, who thinks serving in the Air Force Strategic Commander in Vietnam will somehow defend in our country. No, sir. Like any other manly patriotic Republican, I donned a pleated miniskirt and waved my colorful pom-poms proudly, kicking up my heels just like this. Mm-hmm. 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 Only I had tassels on my ankle socks back then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm too old to do a split anymore. Mm-hmm. Oh. But I can still wave festive plumage. Raw, raw, sis, boom, ball. Hold them back, hold them back, hold them back. Yeah, bush. Oh, oh, that takes me back. This message paid for by corporate media giants who brainwash your stupid ass. He sure swings a mean pom-pom, that trend. I'll tell you, 933 at 560. Ain't no Trent Green, though, I'll guarantee you. Ira Kurzban, that's the name I was trying to think of. What are you nodding your head? You don't know who that is. No, Ira Kurzban was the little, he's shorter than you. About a two-foot-tall midget lawyer who always was defending the uh, Haitians. And I'm not knocking him. I mean, he was, you know, he just uh, had a cause, and he had a good point. But uh, I guess he's small potatoes, or maybe he's not around anymore. and Or maybe Kendall Coffey is just too much of a media whore, and he's on there all the time now. We don't see poor Ira. Let's see Ira Kurzban. What do you say? No. 
WQAM. QAM, hello. Hey, hello. Yes, sir. Hey, Neil. Yeah. I've been listening to you for a long time. I can't believe what you said. My point is, yeah, how man. do they allow these people to get so close? You know, although I'm from Eddie, that the policy is wrong. As soon as they close and they get in, they should let them pay. Say what? They you should... are saying that they should take all of them back. Okay. He said you should send them all back. Uh, that's my translation, okay? He had a bad connection, okay? It's not that he can't no speak English. He's, uh, where, I wonder where he was from. I didn't really want to ask. 5670560. Oh, Come on, what do you folks out there say? We got a lot of calls on there, but I want to see a little emotion from these people down here. What are we going to do finally? We're going to finally put an end to all this crap, this insanity that goes on here, or just, are you so used to it you don't care anymore? Do you care? No. I don't. I'm getting out of here. 104 votes already. Holy cow. And these aren't the NRA crowd either. You see, because now, uh, <laughs> oh, you know, see, Eric, you're stealing my material. I wrote that on the uh, facts that I sent him. Today's illegal alien, he writes E-L-I-A-N, oh, and then he crosses it out, uh, alien pool. What's your take on the 200-plus Haitians who made it here Tuesday? Is that what it says on yours, too, on the, uh, yeah, real cute, Eric. You're going to have a whole bunch of people on the road to Orlando, I'll guarantee you that. Uh, no more refugees, close the gates. Sixty of us said that. Fifty-seven point six percent said oh! enough already. Jesus, God, and Joseph. They should be sent back immediately, 18. They should be allowed to apply for political asylum, 16. They should be allowed to stay, 6. And only Cubans should be allowed to stay when they reach the U.S., 4. Because they sure bring in a mean cigar. You have to bring us in some of them great cigars. I'll even smoke one here in the studio. We don't have any more cigars, which I quit smoking cigars. Oh, my mother says to me at lunch yesterday, she says, uh, being, because I was talking to her about voting, which she will next Tuesday for Bill McBride three or four times. But uh, she said, well, you know, being a radio talk host, uh, you're really supposed to be uh, uh, impartial, aren't you? So my mother, obviously, who I'm sure is listening right now, she really gets it, doesn't she? No. I'm supposed to. I said, yeah, like Rush Limbaugh, I'm supposed to be impartial. Get with it, Ma. Just go get the chow. WQAM. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Great. Uh, listen, Neil, um, I really feel bad for these people, but i got to tell you this. I used to work in a hospital in a doctor's office. Uh-huh. And, um, You're not going to take a shot at Haitians, now, are you? <laughs> yeah, I you just are. want to make a point. Okay, go ahead. When I used to work uh, at these uh, medical facilities, I would say that more than 60% of these Haitians who used to come in were all on government subsidies. I mean, they didn't have to pay a penny for, um, you know, medical uh, uh, assistance or any kind of test. When they used to go to the doctor, it was all free. And um, here I am busting my butt to try to, you know, pay for my medical insurance for me and my family. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't seem fair. I mean, it seems like, it, you know, they come here uh, from these third-world countries and they... Tenth they, world. Whatever it is, and they expect a, uh, they expect a free hand. But, they, they're, but they're so in a mean baseball, man. And they usually get it. Yeah. I mean, that's what, it, that's what uh, annoys me. Well, one thing I will say is that they take a lot of the jobs that even the dark folks, the uh, African-Americans won't take. You know, the ones that pay like 80 cents an hour illegal. No, the maybe they do that, but I, they I, do that. They I, do okay, do. but I'm telling you. I'm, listen, I'm not. I'm not saying they should stay here. You can't just open up your doors and say anybody. Just uh, let's have a swimathon across the Atlantic no, exactly. uh, or up up the Caribbean because it's mostly from the south of us where they're all coming in. No, I agree. Uh, because they're all schleppers. That's why they're coming here. I agree with you wholeheartedly. I say let's take care of our own schleppers first, then we'll worry about everybody else. <laughs> yeah, take care of me first. Right. right. That's right. That's right. Amen. Okay. Bye. I'm with you, pal. See you. He was starting to get a little, uh, you know. But uh, look. The fact of the matter is he's right. We can't be the godfather of the whole universe because we got billions and billions and billions. We got to take care of for all Bush's friends, you know, in the uh, military-industrial complex, trillions, and we can't afford to be taking care of every uh, every destitute, desperate uh, sh- schmuck 
from all over the face of the globe. And I'll say it again. Of course, this uh, contrary to the popular thinking in Washington today with this bunch, forced sterilization, baby, forced sterilization and birth control. That's with an F, B-I-R-F, birth control. Call up Chief Moosey Moose and see what he has to say about that. That's what we need, birth control, man. All these unwanted babies all over Latin America because the Pope was one of the biggest. Talk about evildoers, man. He's he's right up there. He's right up there with Osama and your mama. Did I say your mama? That's what I thought I said. Coercing all of these schleppers. Oh, well, use the rhythm method. You know, just stand in the backyard and sing, I got rhythm. You know, right. Rhythm method, my ass. Oh, sorry. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon yeah, wireless line. WQAM. QAM, yes, sir. Neil Dodd. Yes, Haitian request line. Hey, you know what? What? They shipped them out from the Bahamas, man. We don't need any more cab drivers. We got plenty. Okay, thanks. <laughs> from the Bahamas? Yeah, oh, that's a terrible place. But the casinos here are just, uh, you don't want to go to the Bahamas, trust me. We have many people listening to the Bahamas. Don't take it personally, but we don't like your place, okay? And we don't like the fact that you rip off all the Americans and that you, your whole imperious attitude is almost as bad as the Jamaican. Yeah, man. Bad, imperious. We don't like that. In fact, they got a new casino they're building. They're called the Imperious Palace. WQAM. Hello? Yes, sir. Neil. Yes. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Excellent. You know, i got to tell you something, to be honest with you. I agree with you. I was born and raised in New York. My parents are from Haiti. And I can honestly tell you, when my parents got here, they busted their ass. Right. They busted their ass. And to be honest with you, they, did, they, didn't, just, they didn't just wash up on shore one day, I'm sure. No, no, they flew. My parents are well-educated. I mean, and, and my father was an accountant in Haiti. My mom was a, um, was a teacher in Haiti. My mom is a teacher now. I mean, I'm a college graduate. And I can tell you right now, I honestly if if they stay, I mean, if the Cubans could stay, they should stay. But if they have to go, it's about time the Cubans go. <laughs> it's about time they hit the road. And you know what? And, and I know there are a lot of people out there who probably don't agree with me, but I can tell you right now, if the Cubans can stay, they should stay. And if they, and can, my, if they have to go, the Cubans have to go. No, Car Cubans, even Carlos is applauding to that. Hey, the Cubans, if, if, my thing is this. Carlos is really Mexican. It's about time we take care of our own. There you go. Here in the United States. Everybody, so I, everybody except us, get the hell out. Hey, that's it. I'm Amen. telling you. Thanks a lot, brother. close the floodgates. Have a great day. You too. 153 votes, man. They're pouring in on this poll today. I knew they would because this is something that really, really gets people rattled here in South Florida. This incessant, we're always the victim because of our geographical location, because of this hanging peninsula that uh, droops down there into the Caribbean and the uh, whatever. We're always the victims. And let me say this. If you want them to stay here, South Dakota is a nice place. Wyoming, Idaho, plenty of wide open spaces up there. The, the inn is full in South Florida. I hate to break the news to you. The inn is full. No mas, Tomas. That's it. 153 votes. What uh, is your take on the 200 plus Haitians who made it to shore yesterday, which we saw on channels 4, 6, 7, 10, 11, 12, uh, whatever else, CNN, MSNBC, Fox News, the unctuous fascist news network? No more refugees. Close the gates. 92, 60% plus. They should be sent back immediately, 20, like now, not like next week, not a week from Sukkis, now, before the cat population starts uh, vanishing. Now, let's see, that guy said that. That was bad. How many said that? It's reloading. 24 said that. 
Oh, now we're over 61% of no more refugees. They should be allowed to apply for political asylum 22. They should be allowed to stay eight. Only Cubans should be allowed to stay when they reach the U.S. Eight said that. Eight of you, speak, eight of you uh, people said that. We need a lot more Cubans, don't we? No. No. How about some white ones for a change? 19. Now, see, that's just, it's just a little comment there because ordinarily, and, and see, these people say it's race. It's not, it's not, it part, it's partly race. But the only reason we let the dark-complected Cubans in is because they're under the same banner, under the same law, and the same politicians go to bat for them because they're Cubans. Although they would much prefer, of course, to have much lighter-complected Cubans coming in like Alien and his dysfunctional family. 9.42 at 5.60 WQM. Let's face it, you've been hearing about it for a long time on this station. That's right. The facts are very easy. If you have the dedication, Fast Train is going to provide you with all the necessary training to become a certified computer professional, get a real career, and make some real bucks. According to Time Magazine, the demand for computer professionals it will continue to explode. There's no end Rectum. in sight. Their average student completes the training in just four short months, attending school three nights a week. Once you've completed your certification, Fast Train will assist you in getting your new computer job. Fast Train invites you to come in and visit their trained career counselor and determine which track is ideal for you. Call Fast Train toll-free at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN to set up an appointment. How about Narragansett and Lincoln Downs? With four convenient locations, you'll find Fast Train in Kendall, Miami, Pember Pines, and Fort Lauderdale, so there's bound to be one near you. How about Suffolk Downs? Don't forget to ask the career counselor for a list of students like yourself who are currently in their dream jobs, or maybe Finger Lakes. Call Fast Train toll-free at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. You know, the guy that was doing the weather, he does the weather every morning on CNN. Every, every time he was talking about the snow up north, he mentioned this morning, Canandaigua, New York. I heard him mention that three times. What's wrong with him? Is he crazy or what? Next, he's going to be talking about Howard Samuels and Canandaigua Industries. Call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN or check him out on the web if you like and get your ass on any road to a real career and a real fat paycheck. 866-FAST-TRAIN or the uh, website is FastTrain.com. Live and local, this is 560. The radio is all yours now. QAM. Juan Miguel Gonzalez, father of Ilian, meets with his attorney in preparation to take his son back to Cuba. Well, Mr. Gonzalez, how was your trip? Very good, gracias. Uh, do you have any questions before we go any further? See, si, see, si, see, si. this box with the pictures, it's incredible. What is this? Oh, that's a television. Oh, television. Uh, 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 Mr. Lawyer, what does Waza mean? Pardon me? Waza! Oh, well, it means what's up, like what's going on. Waza! Uh, right, it's a greeting. Waza! Uh, now, I know that you're uncomfortable being here. So this is a very difficult time for you, sir. Mm, mm. What is it, mm. sir? Oh, this Pizza Hut stuffed crust Pizza is incredible. How do they get the mozzarella cheese into the crust? Uh, I'm not sure. So as I was saying, yeah, as I was saying, we will try to make your stay here as comfortable as possible and get you home as quickly as possible. Bye bye bye. Are you going somewhere, sir? No, I'm listening to the new CD by the boy band In Sync with my new Sony Discman. It's incredible. Yeah, yeah, uh, yes, Mr. Gonzalez, they are quite 
incredible. But uh, we'll be meeting with the... Just another play in your game for two. You must hate me, but it ain't no lie. Bye, bye, bye. Oh, God. Sir, don't you want to get this over and get back to Cuba? What are you, loco? I love it here. There's like 300 channels on table, and I can watch all the Yankee games. But, sir... Mr. Lawyer? What is it, Mr. Gonzalez? What's Bye, bye, bye! Exactly. 948 at 560 WQM. Here's some nasty faxes coming in. Not about me, but about uh, this episode we had yesterday. People are a little bit rat rattled about this. It says, my business is in Port de Mierda in Miami. <laughs> That's what it says. Talking about a sight to see. I don't think I want to read this. It talks about little brown Toyotas, my little brown coupe. I might just play that bit, but I don't want to do that. Don't forget, noon to one today, we got comedy bits to lighten things up a little bit, and never could we have a better day for that. Let's see. Here's one. It says, why do we punish the Haitian people by Tracy Kidder? What a kidder. Love your show, Neil, from your Haitian brother. Okay, man. I don't know what he's talking about. I don't have time to read it. Maybe during the next break. Maybe during the next break. Here's one. It says, just wanted to be first in line of emails and faxes to wish you a great 60th birthday. Oh, yeah, the cards are pouring in. Man, woo. Didn't you see that? The uh, Carlos almost broke his back with that sack of uh, birthday cards he brought in today. Next Tuesday, I'll be 60 years old, and I'm very proud of it that I made it this far. Because anybody, any man my age who lies about his age. I heard Mo this morning talking about, oh, well, this one just turned 57, and this one is, uh, uh, yeah, Bobby Vinton is 60-something. How old are you, Mo? He's talking about everybody else's age. How old is the Mo Meister? That's what inquiring minds want to know, okay? Because it's very, very gay for a guy that age to, like, uh, be uh, vain about his age, you know? Heterosexual guys ordinarily don't do that unless they're very, very vain, as in varicose. Let's see. Wish you 60. I'll be a turn 45 this year and feel well 45, whatever that means. I feel about 45. I don't, I don't feel old. I also want to tell you I got a small dog, a Jack Russell Terrier, a month ago, and she's a real bitch. Oh, very sorry about Oh, it's P.R. Ralph. Have a great birthday, and remember, just put your lips together, make a wish, and blow. Okay, Ralph. I think I've been uh, propositioned already this morning. It's not even 10 o'clock. Okay, let's get your input here for a little while until we want to get into some important stuff. Let's pretend that we're really whipped up into a frenzy about this Haitian business. How are the votes coming? 207 already? <laughs> Incredible. See, this is the topic without the gun nuts infringing on our poll. This is the topic that gets them foaming at the mouth. Because those of us who are left here, and of course I'm not... Oh, and by the way, thanks very much to my good close friend, Kid Curry. What the hell did I do with it? Oh, there it is over there. I stuck it in my uh, sack. He brought me in an interview from uh, John Schneider from Smallville. Yeah, it's an interview thing with John Schneider. And he said, uh, well, maybe you want to have him on a show. I said, I don't want to have the... Uh, you know, John, he used to look really good, John Schneider. But, of course, the fact that he hasn't got two nickels to rub together, he's just a schlepper there on the farm, I don't want to bother with him. He's small potatoes. I want the real thing. That's the guy from Chips? Not from Chips. That's Eric Estrada. He's the guy from uh, from Dukes of Hazard. Right, right. No, I meant the blonde from guy from Chips. Chips. No, right, right, no. Right. The blonde guy from Chips was a nerd. John Schneider was the hot-looking blonde guy from uh, Dukes of Hazard. You kidding me? Man, oh, man, back in his day, about 70 or 80 years ago, he looked really hot. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. WQAM. Hey Neil. Yes sir. Hey, what's going on? About yesterday, I think there's a point that we're missing here. Go right ahead. Um, about how it was handled by the authorities, by the Coast Guard. You know, they worry about tightening up our airports, the security of our airports. But all it takes is a patched up boat to get over here and to get that close. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you, those people that were on that causeway. If it had been anybody, anybody else, I mean, if it wasn't the Haitians, 
Um, just, just think, I mean, if it was my wife and my kids in a car, they were pounding on the windows yeah. trying to get into these cars. Come on. What, I mean, what's going on here? Somebody's got to get in trouble for this, how that was handled. Like you said, how it get, they let it get that close. How did they let them get here and, and wind up on shore? Because they know that as soon as they get on shore, now we've got all sorts of other problems we have to deal with. And well, the foremost being, foremost being the ones that got away that we have no idea where they are right. and uh, what diseases they're carrying, if any, and what uh, what it's all about, what they're up to. Well, I mean, how soon we forget September 11th, you know? How right. To get a, you know, that's just ridiculous. I mean, somebody... The governor's going to be saying about it, huh? Yeah, let's find out. Yeah, okay. Thanks, sir. Thank you. I wonder what Governor Jebster is going to say, because those Haitian people are not going to vote for him anyway. So, As long as it wasn't a bunch of Cubans, we didn't have to get into a, you know, a bunch of stuff about that. As a matter of fact, i got a great idea for Bill McBride. You want to really have a great thing? Between now, because the Cubans aren't going to vote for uh, McBride anyway, most of them. So between now and next Tuesday, I'd say like maybe this weekend, let's have a couple of rickety boats with about 2,000 Cuban refugees come up. huh? And, of course, you know what Jeb is going to say? Come on in, baby. Come on down, because he's scared crapless. And, of course, he'll welcome them in Espanol and the whole deal. And everybody else will be foaming at the mouth. Whip up all that old hatred again, which this community is famous for. The city of hate. They hate each other, and we all hate to live here. Well, not all of us. It is paradise, though. WQAM. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Good morning. Buenos dias. Well, let me tell you something. I went through the experience yesterday personally. I went to Bill Banks. State Park Uh-oh. in Key Biscayne. What were you going to do over there? Nah, just Come relaxing. Come on, we know what goes on over there. Yeah, that's true. Cruising, Anyways. cruising. <laughs> Go ahead. Anyways, I left around, probably around 4, and then I noticed that there were some helicopters flying. Mm-hmm. And I said, hmm, I wonder if there was, you know, a protest or something, because I knew this past Sunday there was a protest in Miami from the Iraq war. But then I said, wait a second, it's Tuesday. What what, what would be happening? Right. Then when I was going up through Rickenbacker Causeway, this a uh, red car was slowing down, and I, I sped up, you know, right? And then as I was going above the bridge, I saw that the, there were like over 30 cars that had stopped. And I said, oh, my goodness, there must have been a horrible accident or something. Mm-hmm. Then out of nowhere, I, I see this black man running. Then I see three, five, seven, and I said, what the heck? Wow. And, be, and before you knew it, I, I, I said, oh, my goodness, what's going on? And then I, I thought, I you heard You might have thought that Tom DeLay just showed up in town. <laughs> And I was, or Newt Gingrich. Exactly. And and then I was hearing them speak a funny language. I said, oh, my, I think these are Haitians. And Boy. Yeah. And then I said, oh, my goodness. And let me tell you something. It's true. They they were, like, um, probably on the windows and all that, but I didn't feel threatened. I, I felt like I saw the sign of death. Well, how many, how many did you take in your car? Well, the thing is, I didn't have a pickup truck. No, but, I mean, you, you got how many? No. Let me tell you something. I could have easily five or six in my car. Five or six, you could have jammed them in there. Maybe a couple in the trunk. They could have drilled some holes in the back exactly. of the trunk. Exactly. But but then you know I told them I told them you know I, I can't put you in the car. And then they were saying, oh why not why not? And I said because look the police are coming because they the, see the they they ran the wrong way when they got off the tugboat. They ran towards the bridge. They should have run. Ah, the well, you know, whoever gave them the map and the compass, man, should have done a better job than that. <laughs> they, 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 let me tell you something. It's not that I'm trying to help Tell them out or anything. It's that they messed up because they, they, when, when they were running towards the bridge, they pretty much uh, gave themselves up because the police cornered the bridge, you know, where, where you pay the toll. Mm-hmm. If they had run the other way, they easily they would have escaped. Sure. You know, but and, and some of the Haitians, I, I, you know, I told them, I, I wish I could help you. But I'll tell you one thing, I never, never, through the entire ordeal, which lasted for me about 45 minutes, I've never been stuck so long like that on that bridge, uh, throughout that entire ordeal, I never felt threatened. Probably I mean, screwed up your whole date, too, I mean, uh, afternoon. 
It did. It did. But, you know, I actually felt sad. In fact, I had a couple of tears in my eyes because I, I'm seeing these people, like, they're so desperate. <clears throat> and I, I, certainly, I, I Look, look, I understand what you're saying, but let me ask you this. Yeah. How many desperate people do you think there are? Forget about the rest of the world. Just in the Western Hemisphere, how many million desperate people do you think there are? Oh, more than what we can count. I mean, even within I mean, our just, own... just within within a five-block radius of where we're sitting, we got a lot of desperate people exactly. right between here and the stadium. Exactly, that's true. Yeah. I mean, but I'll tell you one thing. I, I think you read an article saying that there were like eight days at sea. Mm -hmm. Absolutely not true, because I looked at them. They didn't have any blisters on their skin, anything. Well, you know what that means, don't you? Smuggling, right. smuggling operation. That's right, that's right. Yeah. So, Which now, is, my, you know, overwhelming, that's what it was. My, my last comment is, because I, I went that to a personal basis, I'm a little bit biased than, I guess, the rest of the audience. So I guess I would say, let them stay. Okay. You know, that's my, because I went through it, Neil. I mean, let me tell you something. I, it's, it's tell me something. I'm, I'm never going to forget, I'll tell you that. Okay, so. and listen, stay out of that park. Absolutely. Okay, <laughs> okay, he learned his lesson. See, God was punishing him because he was on that way to the park to do something. I'm not sure. I think I have a pretty good idea. But don't do it again. So he's, uh, you know, he's got some sympathy. He realizes that he was allowed to stay here for some bizarre reason. And uh, why don't let them stay, he says. And, of course, we say, no. no. I mean, don't take it personally. I mean, there are some very nice Haitian people. I haven't met any yet, but I'm sure that there are. Do you know any Haitian people? Yeah. Do Vlad. you? A lot? Vlad. Vlad? Oh, you mean our Vlad here. Well, he's a good guy. I didn't know he was Haitian. Yeah, well, yeah I heard it the other day on the John Marks. Changes a lot of things. 956 at 560 WQM. Hey, we all are different. You know, there's black and brown and white and yellow and in between. Anyway, whatever you might be, Oleomeds of Parlor can help your health because they make a different product to help each different part of your aspect of your health. Uh, Oleomed formulas are advanced combinations of pharmaceutical-grade olive oil combined with vitamins, minerals, and herbals. And now they got three great new products. There's one to help you sleep, one to help you control your weight, and one called CoQ10, which I've been taking CoQ10 for years. It's a great product for your heart, all using the benefits of the finest and purest olive oil that money can buy. Oleomed is an exciting, a great, and effective new product. If you want to pick it up, you can do so at Publix, Eckerd's, Walgreens, or get more info by calling their toll-free number. Call 1-866-OLEOMED. That's 1-866-653-6633. You can order their products online if you like at oleomedamerica.com. If you visit your nearest Publix and buy an Oleomed product in Data Broward, you can get you a coupon for a free Larry Coker bobblehead doll while they last. I'm just blown away by that. And don't forget to visit their sampling pavilion at Sports Center every Sunday when the Dolphins will be playing home. Pick up free Oleomed samples and product information and improve your health by popping some in your puss today. Sports Radio 560. QAM. It's my little brown school. I'm so proud when I got. Ooh. So proud when I got. It I'm so proud what I got. I'm so proud what I got. It's an 82 Corolla with one headlight. So when it gets dark, I get to use my bright. When something breaks down, no, it's not hard to fix. Cause duct tape and mailing wire does the trick. It's my little brown coop. Oh, I'm so proud what I got. I'm so proud what I got. I never knew how to drive a car before, but they handed No brakes, sorry. It fills up with water on the rainy day. But the tape on 
steer And I can't get it out of second gear It's my little round coop I'm so proud of what I got I'm so proud of what I got It's my little round coop I'm so proud of what I got Ten one at five sixty WQAM five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line. I'd like to send a message to all our good friends at CNN, which they do listen at the Miami Bureau. We do have some friends at CNN, not too many, a couple. I don't want to say that your network is getting increasingly irresponsible and desperate. Yesterday, you remember the? Uh, did you see the story about the FedEx truck that blew up in St. Louis? Yeah, I heard about it. So CNN reports the story. They've got no information. They've got the live from the local affiliate there. They got the live uh, camera feed. So we're watching the mess all over the highway and all this. And nobody got even injured in that, by the way, a miracle. But anyway, so they're speculating. Well, you know, uh, we're checking to see if this is any terrorism involved. And you know, guy got run into by a little uh, brown coupe or a little red coupe, whatever the hell the car was. Blew him off the goddamn road. Blew up the goddamn gas tank, and that's why the reason for the explosion. The FedEx truck. There was no terrorism involved. There was no uh, chemical weapons. No uh, biological weapons were dispersed. No uh, end of the world. You know what I'm saying? You assholes at CNN. They interviewed. I, I saw them trying to interview like 13 million truck drivers, having them say that diesel fuel doesn't explode like that. Like yeah. They're experts in chemistry right. or physics. Or right. How many trucks explode? Mm, well, that one did. And it had nothing to do with terrorism, but, of course, CNN is just sitting there salivating. Oh, bah! Here's the end of the world brought to you by Exxon on CNN. You know, they just can't wait for it. Full man at the mouth. The Williams Arena in the Minneapolis area. Uh, the overflow crowd well over the 20,000 who uh, would... Oh, that's right. Walter Mondale is going to file today. See, that's uh, going to show some of you right-wingers a thing or two. We're bringing back all the old Democrats. That's about the last thing we can do. Bring back all the old dead guys. Lautenberg, Mondale. Wait till Hubert Humphrey comes back and runs again. Here's the facts that uh, greeted me this morning when I came in, because I, I see we're all uh, done on that Haitian thing, and that's fine, because i got a lot of stuff here. I'll let a little steam out. It says, Dear Neil, as a long-time listener, it was good to listen to your diatribe about today's show. It was full of the old Neil, righteous outrage, honesty, piss, and vinegar. Oh, we can't say uh, vinegar on the air, sir. I, li I, like you, spent a good deal of the year in Europe. <clears throat> While I share many of your frustrations and opinions regarding the misdirected, ignorant priorities of this violence-obsessed country, its moronic people and alleged culture, I must take some exception in regard to your political leanings. Hmm. I spent 13 years on Capitol Hill, and I can assure you that the liberals are in actually, actuality no better than the right-wing zealots we both despise. In fact, in some respects, they're far worse. At least with the conservatives, we know we're going to get effed while the limousine liberal crowd plays to the frustrations, anxieties, and fears of the so-called downtrodden by spouting the same old refrain, we want to help you. What they're really saying is they want to help themselves to us in order to gain and maintain their power. Watching the so-called memorial to Paul Wellstone conjured up the disgusting images of the treacherous Clintons, the duplicitous Kennedys. Don't misunderstand me. I haven't voted in 20 years and wouldn't vote regardless since the whole system is hopelessly corrupt. You speak of Bush and the fixing of the 2000 election. Yeah, it was fixed, not through the ballot confusion, but through the disenfranchisement of the black voters who they were able to delete from the voters list by running statistically incomplete parameters to remove convicted felons. He, not, he doesn't mention the people that they stopped from voting who ran away to the polls just uh, for random, uh, just to hassle them. But then again, so was the West Virginia Democratic Party. See, and, and sir, I, I don't disagree with a lot of what you're saying here, but I've already talked about these things, about how the Kennedys fixed the election in 1960. Talked about that until I'm blue in the face. So the mass confusion in this year's Democratic primary in Dayton Broad was orchestrated by Democratic leaders through Democratic-appointed election officials sympathetic to McBride, knowing that Reno was a dead duck in the general election. Well, good for them. 
Then you have the New Jersey Supreme Court. Well, we go on about Lautenberg. Yada. Here in Palm Beach County, uh, I listened to Carol Roberts going off on Clay Shaw, a 22-year-old undistinguishable house veteran, about not coming down hard enough on corporate criminals. I guess she forgot about her younger brother, who did a suspiciously short stretch in a state prison for bilking untold investors out of millions of dollars in a pizza machine scam originating out of where else but her backyard of Boca. Then he goes on to give me a little lecture about Detroit, as if I don't know Detroit. I know my Detroit, mister. He says, now in Detroit you have a hopelessly moronic young black mayor, 34, I believe, who recently was forced to announce that there were 600,000 registered voters in Motown, up from the previously estimated registry of 350 to 400,000 registered voters only two years ago. This, while any sane former citizen of D-Town has blown that city for the relative sanity of the suburbs. I know my Detroit, mister. I lived in Southfield, okay? And there's about ten white people left there. What are you talking about? After writing this, it's becoming startlingly obvious to me why I regret ever having to return here. Now you're getting warmer. Best TR. Well, thank you, TR. You make some good points in there. But you don't have to tell me about corrupt liberals and about the Kennedys. Joe Kennedy was a bigger crook than the Bushes ever dreamed of being, okay? He didn't have to invade foreign countries in order to make more oil money, okay? He did the bootleg thing. He did it right. Five, six, eight. Are we done with the calls? Because I'll just, uh, you know. I think we are. WQAM. Hello. Yes, sir. Uh, I need to speak to Neil Rogers, please. You're speaking to him. Neil, it's Mickey McNichol. Mickey. And it, it's really me. How are you doing? You used to flush the toilet when you heard my name. I don't have any toilet to flush, Mickey. What are you doing here? I'm coming back to Florida to live. Yeah, well, that's a bad move. That's a bad move. But, of course, you're coming back from Jersey, right? That's a good move. So anywhere from Jersey is a very positive move, right? Yeah, I'm coming back to Pompano. I'm in Pompano right now. You're gonna be, you're, wait, wait a minute, you're going to be driving at Pompano Park? I'm moving in, I'm moving back to Jersey. I'm going to be driving at Pompano Park starting next Friday. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. But you, you do remember that you used to flush the toilet. Yeah. You used to flush the toilet when you heard my name. Yeah, this, this ain't Mickey McNichol. <laughs> yeah, it is. Neil, how would I remember that? I don't know. It's, it's, Steve Wolf gave me a number. Call him. Now, uh, Steve Wolf, my good close friend. Well, at least it ain't Wally Hennessy calling up anyway. That's an improvement, Mickey. What? Well, I'm not going to answer to that. But, nah, uh, Wally's a good buddy of mine. Just relax. He, he's good. See, he's got a sense of humor, eh? He's got a, he's got that Canadian sense of humor. Yeah, he, Wally's a good guy. Especially when he's driving, he's got a real sense of humor, too. But that's another story. You know how that works. I'm not getting into that one. <laughs> It's good to hear you. Well, it's good but, to hear you. Know, I, I hear my name, and I, I, I'm kind of looking forward to hearing the toilet flushing. Nah, I'll, I'll, well, maybe I do have one in here. Just a second. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. There you go. With an extra long flush. <laughs> You're as sick as ever, right? Eh? I sure am. I'll see you at the finish line. Okay. Okay, Mickey. Goodbye, Neil. Bye-bye. That's incredible. Woo! Heavy duty. Mickey McNichols coming back. Goes to show, we'll let any, any, if we'll let the Haitians in here, we'll let anybody back in. Just a joke, Mickey. So that takes care of our calls today, which is good. You see, we have this big event happen this morning, and if I was planning on taking calls till noon, that's the end of many way. They got nothing to say. They're busy voting on the pool. 279 votes. What's your take on the 200 plus Haitians who waited here today? In fact, that'd be a good poll tomorrow, Mickey. What's worse, the Haitians coming in or Mickey McNichol coming back from Jersey? That's an excellent poll. We might do that tomorrow. Anyway, no more refugees. Close the gates, 169, 60.5%. They should be uh, sent back immediately, 45. They should be allowed to apply for political asylum, 35. They should be all be allowed to stay, 16. Only Cubans should be allowed to stay when they reach the U.S., 14. 14. Well, that would be, I mean, we got maybe we only have 14 Cuban listeners. That could be it. They're the ones that got the free Enrique Iglesias tickets the other day. Nine minutes after 10 at 560 WQAM, the uh, Jim Mandich show in the studio today from 1 to 3, the mad dog, the angry puppy, the hostile hound, the hysterical whatever he is.
Hank Goldberg with Ira Winderman at four. Hank, we got a full four hours today? Man, <laughs> man. Boy, times are getting tough, Humper. No more baseball. Uh, and then we got Josh Friedman, 7 to 8 o'clock tonight. <laughs> Woo, heavy duty. We got the uh, Fatmeister out between 7 and 8. Then we got the Shitco Panther preview between 8 and 8.30. Uh, look at that. Somebody made a mistake on here again. You know, you guys, we got a program director and a, a, a what is he, ops manager? And they can't get this schedule right. It says on here, 8 to 8.30, Shitco Panther preview. And then it says 7.30 to 10.30, Panthers at Dallas Stars. Well, since they're on Central Time in Dallas, let's assume that the uh, hockey game starts at 8.30. Can we do that, boys and girls? Yes. Since our program director and operations manager and whoever's making our schedule makers can't get the time right. Shame on you guys. Eddie K from GA at 10 and Joe and Mark overnight. Isn't that incredible? I don't want to be a nitpicker, but, you know, get the time right because we're going to have that vast tune-in audience <laughs> for that hockey game, man. Be incredible. Get at least a .2 share. 10 past 10 at 560 WQM. Let me tell you right now about a great place, Delights of West Boca, your low-carb, sugar-free Atkins Diet Superstore. they got a terrific new selection of great low-carb cookies. In fact, I'm ready to toss mine after hearing Mickey's voice on here. Not just one flavor, but 14 different cookies from three different bakers, and they're all delicious. Peanut butter, chocolate, chocolate chip, lemon, coconut, all sugar-free or low-carb. You can stop by Delights and try these or any or all of their products before you buy them. Just don't overdo it, you know what I'm saying? Don't bring a little bag in with you, a little sack like the old condo crowd. Delights uh, gave us a loaf of their new low-carb bread called Sinfully Low-Carb Bread. Spread some of their new, La, what is it, Lanuba jam on it, and you got a great low-carb breakfast. And don't forget, as your official Atkins Dot Retail Center, Delights of West Boca sells every Atkins brand product at 25% off today, tomorrow, next circus, every day of your life. You heard the reports about uh, Atkins. A lot of people still believe in it. A lot of people still losing weight like crazy on it. That one guy on Channel 4 lost 30 pounds in Atkins. Delights of West Boca has a friendly, knowledgeable staff to lead you down the path to health. They're open every day, 10 till 10, right there in the corner of Glades and 441 in prestigious Boca. Call 1-877-LOW-CARB or check them out on the web if you'd like at lowcarb.com. Dumb as dirt. I'd like to welcome you all to tonight's Miami Dolphin Banquet. We'll be starting the evening off with a few words from Mo Howard David. Right, get out of my way. I got this thing on here. A good evening in paradise, gentlemen and joins. <laughs> I'm honored to be on the dais tonight. I almost didn't make it. Because the tailor ran out of bread for my leisure suit. Oh, doctor. Oh, doctor. Which uh, reminds me of the time that my wife was late taken to the garbage shop. And she ran after the truck yelling, am I too late? And they said, no. Jump in. They said, no. Jump in. Don't you get it? Yeah. Great stuff here. Yeah. I got good clean humor over here. Why should the queer and the spit get all the laughs? Hey, I'm talking over here. I demand your respect and attention. Now, why don't all you dumb jock bastards just shut the f*** up? What do you see? If you don't, why, I'll see to it that the organization has you off the head. Hey, right now. Hand me, you beast! Now we're paying attention. Come on, fellas, this ain't funny. Hey, how about not autograph football? Sure. 
I got a regulation football up my ass. It's an official regulation football up my ass. And that's a good butt plug for the next time a thug is thinking of getting me raped. <clears throat> 1016 at 560 WQM. I hope it was good for him. Madam Mariah and her 12 little elves. I got some of my tabloid stuff here, okay? I'm going to whip out the good stuff. Demanding diva Mariah Carey has graciously whittled down her entourage to a mere 12, but one, uh, assistant, so, one assistant she simply couldn't live without is, well, her own personal food taster. I know the feeling, all those cold cuts, and who can tell which ones are poisonous? At least that was the case recently when the pop princess showed up at an Atlanta radio station four, 45 minutes late for an interview. Hey, she's getting better. Mariah was an hour late last time she plugged a record at that same venue. Anyway, first a servant rubbed down her a can of Coke with antibacterial moist towelettes before handing it over. And then the lackey prodded the singer's turkey sandwich with a fork, looking inside and out before Miss Mariah was allowed to munch. Meanwhile, another assistant moved a photographer around so our glam puss could be shot from her good side, which apparently is her right side, no telling what the other ten in the posse do. Now the plot thickens. Mariah didn't eat her meat, meal and her sandwich, plus the empty Coke can and the used towelettes will be auctioned off on eBay. Mariah scooted off to dinner where another in her posse, a personal masseuse, rubbed Queenie's toes while she gorged on lobster and sashimi tuna as she chatted with rapper Debrat. Who exactly is Debrat here? They want to know in the globe. You hear that? I think I'm getting a corporate disease here. Sounds like a massive lawsuit to me. I didn't have that when I came back here. Little rat. Oh, that's not good. Man. There is something that better. <clears throat> that'll, that'll do it every time. Can't believe such a lame response on this uh, Haitian thing. I thought we'd kill at least uh, five, six hours with it. WQAM. QAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, yes sir. Uh, how you doing? Pretty good. First time I ever called you. Okay. Listen, this has nothing to do with the Haitian situation, but um, I'm just curious about something. I've, uh, I ride down 441 in uh, Grand Rapids Sterling. All the time. And I see that Hard Rock Hotel and Casino was being built over there. Uh, have you heard anything about this? Are the Indians going to uh, just open up and, and tell the state to go scratch? No. They're just building a big Hard Rock to do the same type of uh, setup that they have right now? I don't know. Probably you should talk to Defoe about the Indians. He's got a, probably a better uh, contact than I do. I don't know anything about the Indians' plans anymore. I, mean, I, uh, you know, I listen to you every day, and I know you're knowledgeable about a lot of things. I just... Very curious about this. I, it just doesn't make a lot of sense to, uh, to me to see a, a big, gigantic hotel and uh, casino being built over there just to have a $10 poker game. In. Yeah, I agree with you. I have no idea what they have in mind. Maybe, uh, maybe they've you know, got some ins with the governor. I doubt it. If you, yeah. think, if you think that this repressive backwater state is ever going to have real casinos, man, you're dreaming. Not going to happen. Uh, I, I know it's never going to happen. I think it's the most ridiculous thing in the world. Uh, we could have all the schools we wanted with, uh, you know, with. Uh, yeah, that's right. Up. That's right. But the goody two shoes, all those Bible thumpers, man. You know, they, they push with one hand and they pull away with the other. You're right. You're right. You're absolutely correct. They push with that. one hand. Yeah. All right, Neil. Listen to you. Vote early and often. Listen to you every day. Thanks a lot. All right. Bye. Get out of here. Vote early and often on Tuesday, folks. No mas con Bush. No mas con the Bushmeister, okay? Johnny Carson's battling skin cancer. Aren't you concerned about that? See, I try to clip out these things that everybody's going to be very concerned about. He's only 110. As if chronic emphysema. <laughs> oh, I sure hope I'm not getting that. <laughs> you hear it? Yeah, I hear it. You do? You hear what? As soon as I get out of here, see, now you're gagging. Look at that. Now he's choking and gagging and puking. It's great. 
There's something in the air in here, man. And they still can't get the time right on the schedules for the stupid hockey game. Still got no champion light. I'm not bellyaching, you understand. I'm in a great mood. I'm in paradise for a very few days. As if chronic emphysema and heart bypass weren't enough to deal with, sources say TV legend Johnny Carson is now battling skin cancer. Oi! The 77-year-old retired Tonight Show host has had lesions removed from both his head and his arms. The inquirer has learned exclusively the growths were identified as basal cell carcinoma, a cancer that occurs most frequently on sun-damaged skin on the face, ears, neck, scalp, shoulders, and back. As so many of you folks in South Florida should know who keep baking your skin out there, who keep frying yourself like a French fry. Johnny has spent many hours outdoors sailing his boat or playing tennis on his courts up in Malibu, said a source. He rarely wore a hat or long-sleeved shirt, and for much of his life he never wore sunblock. All of that sun damage caught up with him. Basal cell cancers can be successfully treated by removing the lesions or exposing them to radiation, but follow-up is crucial, experts say. Up to half all patients will develop another cancer within five years. Dr. Jerome Litt, assistant professor of dermatology at Case Western Reserve University, who has not treated Johnny, told the Inquirer. Incredibly, Carson has undergone treatment for skin cancer before. Incredibly. What's incredible about that? See, I love the Inquirer, and usually we can depend on what they got in there, like the story I have a little later on, uh, uh, what's his name, Robert Blake, and one on John Bonet and this and that. But they got a story in there, which the November 5th issue obviously was put to bed before they captured the two snipers. Right. And they got a thing in there about their tie-ins with the terrorists and with Al-Qaeda. And Al-Qaeda, uh, you know, tells them that white the vehicles uh, blended inconspicuously, you know, the white van. Come to find out it was a blue caprice. Uh-oh. A little embarrassment there, okay? The inquiry, the credibility just went down a little bit of a notch. Not not a whole lot, but one notch. You know, don't start speculating about the snipers, okay, who are in custody, and we have hour after hour now of which state is going to, which uh, jurisdiction is going to fry them and try them and all of this other crap. And did they ever really steal a freight train? Johnny's had a number of lesions within the last several years, the family friend said, but, not as, long, but as long as it's not melanoma, he figures it's not going to kill him. The ailing star's got plenty of other health problems to worry about. He underwent quadruple bypass surgery following a heart attack in 99, has developed emphysema. <laughs> See how much better it is? No, seriously. <laughs> when in doubt, <laughs> breathe it out. Breathe in, breathe out, like they say on Passions. I'll tell you one thing. Passions against uh, Smallville, which is the most far-fetched. Last night was a little bit disappointing to me. That episode, I couldn't, I don't know. It's okay. Although we did see Clark at the beginning uh, swimming. Also disappointing. Maybe that's what we, he was in his bathing suit, huh? That's probably what it was. Ten on the face, about an eight on the body, uh, Tom. Not not the best, you know? Despite what he says in public, his emphysema has gotten worse, the family friend said. Sometimes he can't exert himself without sitting down and resting every 15 minutes. When contacted by the Inquirer, Carson's spokesperson and nephew, Jeff Sotzig, said, I'm not going to comment on Johnny's personal life. Well, excuse us, okay? Excuse us for axing. And guess what? We really don't care anyway. Do you really care about I mean, you know, I mean... Never, he never stole a freight train either. He's not a bad guy. I don't think he was all that funny. Highly yeah, overrated. Huh? Yeah, but I still don't care. I mean, I did. No, and you don't care because you're a punk. What the hell do you, you wouldn't know Johnny Carson from goddamn uh, Johnny uh, Lujak? From Very Johnny little. Dark. In fact, you know Johnny Dark first because you kicked him out of here yesterday. Yeah, what was he doing here yesterday? Well, why are you people bugging me? Let me give you an example. I'll give you two two little stories. The first story is my mother's always talking about, she, she makes up these excuses why she blurts it out. Pretty embarrassing. Everywhere she goes, like she goes to the doctor, she's sitting in a waiting room. Oh, I happen to tell this lady I'm Neil Rogers' mother. And I wonder to myself, how is it that she tells everybody she's Neil Rogers' mother? You know, I, uh, where is the context of the conversation, you know? 
So she's at the doctor the other day, and she tells some woman, uh, Neil Rogers' mother, and she, the woman's oh, some old bag, you know. Oh, my God. you know, blah, blah, blah. So there's some old, other old lady, a friend of this first old bag that my mother's talking to, and the first old bag goes over to old bag number two and says, do you know that's Neil Rogers' mother? And she oh, my goodness, that's Neil Rogers' mother? And then she whispers to the woman, who's Neil Rogers? <laughs> See, there you go, Ma. It's about time to cut up with you, okay? Who's Neil Rogers? Excellent. And story number two, Jeff Cohen at the Pizza Loft. Now, I was there with my good friend Marcy a week ago to check out the new Pizza Loft. The food was great there in Plantation, right beyond Walgreens. And Ponytail sits down with us, but a beep, but a boop, but of course he couldn't do his dirty stories because Marcy was there. And I mean, you know, you're a little bit, a little bit more uh, reserved when you got a lady there, so he wasn't doing his usual pornographic stories. And he says, you know, uh, Thanksgiving, I'm thinking about coming up to Toronto. You want some company for a couple of days? You see what I'm saying? It's called Klingons. I don't like Klingons. I don't like that. I don't socialize with them when I'm here. Why do I want to socialize with them in Toronto? You follow what I'm saying? And the answer is, no. I didn't even respond. I, did, I just didn't respond. Now, when Joe and his buddies came up there, that was that was okay because they were there. and We went to a couple of meals together. But uh, Jeff Cohen fancies he's going to come up there and like be a Klingon. I don't want him up there. I mean, he can go ahead, be my guest, have a good time, you know. Get out of here, Jeff. <coughs> 317 votes on a poll. What's your take? Oh, I see he took that other crap off of her. He don't want any uh, alien people coming up. I don't blame you. Maybe they'll send Mara's greasy ass up there after you. What's your take on the 200-plus Haitians who made it here Tuesday? No more refugees. Close the gates. 59.9%. 190 of you say that. They should be sent back immediately. 50, if not sooner. 15.7%. They should be allowed to apply for political asylum. 43. Then send them back. Uh, they should all be allowed to stay. 19 a paltry 5.9%, and only Cubans should be allowed to stay when they reach the U.S. 15. Of course, that's the law. The wet foot, dry foot, wet, uh, uh, redneck, whatever that thing is. Yeah, ridiculous law. It is a ridiculous law. But the reason they got that ridiculous law in the books and the reason it won't be expunged from the books is because the politicians are all weak-kneed and scared crapless right. because the Cubans vote. The old Cubans vote. The old right-wing Cubans vote. The other Cubans are out there getting laid. You know, they're, they're, on, they're on Cuba's game consorting in the park, and then all of a sudden they found, uh-oh, a whole bunch of Haitians screwed up my afternoon. That was kind of funny, that call. I feel sorry for him, but probably had a lot of plans, and then put down the Viagra, pal. Ain't going to work out today. What's the other? Is it Virginia Beach? Where all the fags used to consort over there on Virginia Beach? I don't know. Wasn't Virginia Beach the nude beach or something before? No, I'm, I'm asking you. What I, it's I in Dade know. County. It's in Dade County. I don't, want, I don't know from Dade County. I work in Dade County, but just barely. Just barely, just over the county line, close enough to Broward, you could, you could like walk there in about 30 seconds. Very close. 1026 at 560 WQM. If your carpets are very close to extinction, if, and underline the stink part, they're in bad shape. They smell bad. They look bad. <coughs> call my good. Oh, <coughs> excuse me. Call my good buddies at Dry Concepts. They'll come to your home and they'll do a stupendous, unbelievable job of cleaning your carpets. Even my picky ma, as she's sitting in, in fact, she'd do a better job instead of telling everybody she's Neil Rogers' mother. She should say, are your carpets looking crappy? Call Dry Concepts because they did mine several times and they're the best. Even she says they're the best. Everybody I know says they're the best. And you want to know why? Because they are. Nobody in the world does a more superior job of cleaning even the worst-looking carpets at a very fair price, which they give you a written guaranteed price up front before they start the job. And they do it in no time at all. They dry clean your carpets. They're dry in a couple of hours. They smell lemony fresh, and they look just like brand new. It's amazing. And they also do the same super work 
on cleaning all your furniture and draperies, spot dyeing, fiber protection, carpet repairs, implant oriental rug service, deodorization, and if you have a flood in the house, complete water damage restoration too. Check them out on the web if you like at dryconcepts.com, but better yet, give them a call because if you use them once, you'll never even think about using anybody else. In Broward, call 954-370-7778. That's 954-370-7778. In Dade or Palm Beach, it's a toll-free call, 1-800-248-5071. That's 1-800-248-5071. Clean today, entertain tonight with Dry Concepts. Live Live and local. We are Sports Radio 560 QAM. Through air and sexual, cause she'll hang up the phone. If you're too risky, so tiptoe through the sexual with me. Actually a lesbian. Ten thirty two at five sixty WQM. Why would I play an Aaron Summers bit? Most of the people listening on QM don't even know who Aaron Summers was, including Carlos. With a sex show at night on IOD a few years ago? No. Oh good. Didn't the same well a tiny Tim thing. It had nothing to do with Aaron, it has to do with Tiny Tim. Tiny Tim's bride, Miss Vicky, falls for rabbi charged with murder. Wasn't I talking just the other day about these crazy people that uh, fall in love with people in jail? Yeah. Well here's another one. And this of course in the globe, so there's a chance it could be true. Miss Vicky, the wife of the late cult singer Tiny Tim, hopes to tiptoe down the aisle with a rabbi if the skirt-chasing holy man beats the rap for his wife's murder. Oi! She thinks he's innocent, says a friend. She thinks they're going to be together. Victoria Lombardi, who became known as Miss Vicky when she wed Tiny on Johnny Carson's... Uh, look at that! On Johnny Carson's TV talk show in 69, it all fits together, baby. You stick this in here and you stick that over there and put a finger in your... Rectum. And you got it made. When she wed Tiny Tim on Johnny Carson's TV talk show in 69 is now the main squeeze of 61-year-old Rabbi Fred Newlander. Well, that sounds like a Goetia name to me. Fred Newlander currently being retired, uh, retried for his wife's murder. Sources say Vicky met Newlander either at a cocktail party was introduced to him by mutual friends in 98. That same year, Newlander was charged with hiring the two men who used metal pipes to beat his wife Carol's brains in at her Cherry Hill, New Jersey home. Cherry Hill, New Jersey, Mickey, right across from uh, Garden State where it used to be. Cops originally thought robbery was the motive for the grisly killing. I'll tell you, Cherry Hill, not a bad place. Well, at least it used to be a bad place before it kind of changed the neighborhood. Cops originally thought robbery was the motive for the grisly killing. Mom of three, Carol, 52, managed the bakery and reportedly had taken home $5,000 in cash receipts the day she was murdered in 1994. Private Arlen Jenoff later confessed to cops that Newlander paid him and an accomplice 18 grand to kill Carol and also promised to get him a job with the Israeli Secret Service. Oi! Nine jurors voted to convict the man of uh, the man of prayer at his first trial, which ended in the hung jury last year. But Vicky is still 100% behind the Romeo rabbi, even though he admitted to cheating on his wife numerous times during their marriage and was having an affair with a Philadelphia radio personality at the time of the murder. She's very susceptible to romance, the source close to her says. Vicky, 50, who had formerly worked as a go-go dancer and model and now sells furniture, insists she and the rabbi are just pals. Fred is my friend and I'm his, she tells the Globe. His family and I are friendly. We got together to decide who would take care of what. A little what-what. 
I decided I would take care of his car and his mail, she said. But adds the source, Miss Vicky's always been attracted to the limelight and public figures. She kind of sounds to me like Bonnie Bakley. You know what I'm saying, Bonnie Lee Bakley? Uh-oh. Don't be making the same mistake, honey. Bad move. What a great segue, by the way, into the Robert Blake story in the Inquirer, which up until this week's edition really had high credibility. When they started talking about the white van and the white vehicles and Al-Qaeda this and Al-Qaeda that, yeah. More wild speculation. That's what American media is all about, wild speculation, because they got a lot of time to fill up, a lot of pages to fill up. Well, we think it could be this, and we think it might be that, and we think uh, we don't know a goddamn thing. It, see, it doesn't take any time to say we just don't know. And then, then what do you do then? You know? But what do you do then? I don't know. Uh, oh, we can't do that. So we got to bring all these experts on there. Here's an expert and a pervert and a revert and a, well, whatever else. And they're all on there. Pop, 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 beep, beep, beep. And then, of course, how many times did we have to see, uh, what's his name on there? Oh, oh, God. Bo Deedle. Good golly, Miss Mom. Bo Deedle. It was like Bo Deedle, all Bo Deedle all day on air on CNN, Fox, and MSNBC, the network news. He was all over the place. If you like, would have had like a little mirror when you sat down on the, on the bowl. If you looked right up your rectum, probably Bo Deedle would have been in there. I'm serious. He was everywhere. He was hanging out everywhere. It looked like Bo Deedle. Blake murder bombshell in the Inquirer. Hitman taped his phone call about Bonnie. Say cops. Startling new evidence could nail Beretta Star. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Boy, it's a good thing George isn't here today. He'd be in mourning. Because he loves Robert Blake. He, he's, in fact, I think he secretly admires the fact that he killed that bitch. He, he loves it. And there's the picture. Do you see that with the white hair? I mean, as white as the fallen snow in Canandaigua, New York. Robert Blake. Cops have kept the tape a closely guarded secret, says the Inquirer. Los Angeles police have a bombshell piece of evidence they believe will put accused murderer Robert Blake behind bars for good. The tape of the actor asking someone to kill his wife, Bonnie Lee Bakley. One of the potential hitmen that Blake approached to get rid of his wife tape recorded their phone call. A source close to the investigation told the Inquirer exclusively. Cops have kept the existence of this tape a closely guarded secret, but they're convinced that this is exactly what they'll need to get a murder conviction against Blake. On the tape, Blake is upset, even sounds like he's crying. He talks about Bonnie's scams and how horrible they are. He talks about how Bonnie is ripping off men with mail-order scams revolving around sex. He says Bonnie is milking him for money while ripping off other men. He tells the potential hitman that he's at his wits end, doesn't know what to do. Blake complains that Bonnie just won't stop her scams. Then he talks about his image, and he says he's concerned that if she gets busted, it'll reflect poorly on him. Blake is a little cagey when it comes to saying he wants Bonnie out of the picture. He says he needs the problem taken care of. He indicates that he needs Bonnie removed from his life permanently. He doesn't come out and use the word murder, but the cops say this tape conversation leaves little doubt that he was soliciting a hit on his wife. Uh, it's blockbuster evidence it's going to be very difficult for Blake to overcome this. He talks about how difficult his life is with Bonnie and that they have a child together. He wants her out of the picture. It's chilling, it says. The Inquirer has reported that several potential hitmen were approached by the 69-year-old former Beretta star who's remained behind bars for more than 26 weeks and has been denied bail while waiting a December hearing. In our last issue, July 9th, in our issue last July 9th, we reported never-before-revealed details from the case after an exhaustive review of 400 pages of official police documents obtained by the Inquirer. The documents reveal that stuntman uh, Gary McLarty told police Blake met with him and said, how's $10,000 sound to walk over and pop her? Yeah, how's $10,000 sound to walk over to her and pop her? He said Blake took him to his house, showed him the rear apartment where Bonnie lived, and said someone could sneak in through the sliding glass door and bump her off while she was asleep, or that she could be stopped on the road and someone could pop her that way. McCarty told cops Blake had showed him a gun, and when he refused the job, Blake asked him, Why not? Yeah, it's like in Amsterdam. Coke? Crack? Not interested. Why not? 
Another Beretta stuntman, Donald, uh, Ronald Duffy Hamilton, no relation to Duffy Doherty, told police he was asked by Blake to kill Bob. I think uh, Beano Cook thinks Duffy Doherty still coaching Michigan State. Another Beretta stuntman, Ronald Duffy Hamilton, told police he was asked by Blake to kill Bonnie, but refused when the actor mentioned digging two graves, fearing one might be for him. Hamilton told investigators he met with Blake at his house, and the actor solicited him to kill his wife, showing him a 25 caliber semi-automatic he said was untraceable. <laughs> police said Hamilton told them the scenario involved Blakely seated in Blake's car parked on a road. I would then approach her on foot and kill her. According to police, Blake also solicited a third stuntman to do the job, who also declined, and a fourth who died. Ah, jeez, he probably would have gotten, done a better job. He died? Yeah, he died. In addition, police say Blake had discussions with a retired LAPD cop and longtime friend about killing Bonnie. Blake approached at least three former buddies who were stunned at one time or another on Beretta and a fourth who passed away, an insider told the inquirer. There were so many people he had revealed his plan to and asked to do the job. It's not surprising one of these guys got him on tape. It appears in the end Blake did the job himself, but by asking so many others to do it for him, it may help convict him, and an audio tape could help convince the jury he'd done it. How do you like that, huh? What, what's with the stuntmen? I mean, are stuntmen, do they moonlight as, as killers at night? Well, stop and think about it. How many uh, jobs are there for stuntmen? Good point. Yeah, so they got to do something in their spare time. A little hit over here, a little hit over there, and then we go back and uh, tumble around a little bit. That's it. Seriously, being a stuntman can't involve that much work. Oh, I would imagine they're very highly paid, wouldn't you think? I would think so. You would think so, but maybe not. 20 before 11 at 560 WQAM on a tremendous Tuesday. We're getting a phenomenal response to yesterday's big news story. Look at that phone, boy. There's a call. It's a good thing I brought a lot of stuff here. Yeah, tabloid Tuesday. And then we got that noon to one hour because this business is going back to the phones again. Let's see. Today's Wednesday. It lasted, what, Thursday, Friday, four days. And now I see, eh, you know, right back to your old form again. Let old Neil, let old fat Neil do all the work. We want the calls, but we don't want to make them, okay? That, that's okay. Don't feel, uh, don't worry about it. I can handle it. 354 votes on the poll. What's your take? What's your take on the 200-plus uh, Haitians who made it to shore uh, yesterday? 360 now. No more refugees. Close the gates. 219. 60.8% oh! people with a common uh, sense. Let's get control of the immigration policy, especially while we're supposedly worried about terrorists, goddamn. 60.8% plus another 15.5% say they should be sent back immediately. 56 people said that. So right there you got 76.3%. They should be allowed to apply for political asylum. 47 of you said that. They should all be allowed to stay 21. <laughs> Only Cubans should be allowed to stay when they reach U.S. 17. So there you are. Tom Lehman and Hallett Pontiac at GMC say no tricks this Halloween, just treats. Halloween's tomorrow night, right? Yep. And it's going to rain like hell. Oh, good. Announcing the grand zero, uh, the great 0% Halloween event going on right now at Hallett with approved credit from GMAC. You heard it right. Get zero down payment and 0% financing up to 60 months on all 2002 Pontiac and GMC models and select 2003s or take you a rebate of up to $4,500. Here's even more treats, not tricks. Zero payments for 90 days and as always at Hallett, zero hassles. You love shopping there because there's no high pressure. They treat you right. That's why they've been going strong for 35 years in that same great location at Hallett Pontiac GMC. They don't stick around with the customers. And if your credit is lousy, they'll still cut you a deal. They'll get you into the car or a truck or whatever SUV of your choice. Check out the complete line of GMC SUVs, including the Envoy and that great new Pontiac Vibe SUV. And check out their great selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. It's the great 0% Halloween event. It's going on right now at Hallett Pontiac. Tell Tom Lehman that old Neil and Carlos and everybody else, and Bob uh, Eisenberg with his great new piece, said hello. Open every day, seven days a week at Hallett. For more info, call them at 305-238-4040. That's 305-238-4040. Did I say 134, 1 South Dixie? You just went across from the falls. Well, I just did. Hallett Pontiac, GMC, who be professional grade. My, my, 
and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. QAM. Into the Moron Hour at 9 o'clock, you'll hear more. Thanks for being nice to me today, Mo. Ah, don't mention it, Goldie. You're not going to get raped again today, are you, Mo? Nah, you know why? Why's that, Mo? Because rape's not funny. But I ain't going to be a mean man no more. If they think that's funny, that's fine by me. Wow, you really changed your way. Ah, forget about it. I'm turning over a whole new fig Newton leaf. You have a nice day in paradise, my cuddly friend. Hey, Mo, look out for that truck. Mo looked like a shapeless pile of gold. To show my respect. I stole his shoes. I wasn't even cold before that bastard boosted my shoes. I don't want to say I'm glad. Outside of being a nasty old schmuck, he wasn't bad. It's a Machaya. Oh, Howard David's dead. Oh, Howard David's dead, but his wig lives on. I'm getting pounded. Oh, Howard David's dead, but his wig lives on. Oh, Howard David's dead. Ten forty-six at five sixty. Uh, Mad Dog will be here at one o'clock. You know, it's really amazing to me, and it's good that I am back in the building because every person who comes in here, unsolicited. Now, don't mention it was just in here. That'll be a tip-off. Everybody that comes in, and I haven't seen some of these people in a while. Haven't been out of town most of the summer. And they, after like, hey, how you doing? How's your summer? And they started on Mo. Oh, don't let up on that son of a bitch. He's a, and they just hate him like poison. So it's not just us on this show, Mo. We're all on you, baby. Maybe some of them suck hole, sport hole uh, idiots that call you in the morning and suck your ass. Maybe there you fool them, okay? You're not fooling anybody on the inside. Is there anybody on the inside no. who is not a him? God almighty. Seriously, that morning that Greg was sniffing at the bull because Howard had just walked out of there and forgot to flush. <laughs> said, oh, he's right, it doesn't stink. Come on, Greg, who the hell are you kidding, baby? Everybody else is on to it. WQAM, hello. QAM. See, I don't understand. You put these assholes on hold, they just don't get it. WQAM. Plus always just hates you. Yeah, good. Then the feeling is mutual. Five six, Not one call on the board now. 5670560, oh, you wanted to call? Well, I see it, just relax. That's not psychologically, that's not a good way to do it. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line. See what I'm saying, all you idiots that want, oh, well, yeah, it's ponderous like Tom Jicka out there. I'm not going to sit here and beg people to call on the day after we had this uh, big uprising over there on Biscayne Boulevard. I mean, Key whatever the hell it is, Key Biscayne. Same difference. Land of lost dreams. I mean, I've got enough stuff here to go on till midnight. But these people, I bet, you bunch of whiners, a bunch of complainers. That's the problem with this town. Complainers. See, I want my team to go out there and kick some ass. You know, that's what's important to me in life. I want to see my team go out there and win by 70, 80, 100 points. Oh, and guess what? Guess what was on on Smallville last night, which you don't watch it, so you wouldn't know it. Nobody called. They didn't pick up on it because we got about four people to watch. Even Kid Curry, who loves that show, which I didn't realize. Power 96 loves Smallville because that's their punks that watch it and me. They had this broad on there, this girl who was like very attractive blonde, high school girl, but it turns out that she's like a, like a, uh, what would you, like a witch or something, where she's been living for hundreds of years and she sucks, every time she kisses a guy, she sucks the life out of his body and he mysteriously dies and ages and gets this uh, aging disease. So uh, what's her name? Chloe, that's always uh, looking up stuff, who writes uh, the, for the uh, high school newspaper. She looks in a computer and she checks out uh, her background and this and that. And guess where she was uh, in school? Where? South Florida, Piper High. How do you like that, huh? Oh, wow. 
South Florida at Piper High School on uh, small. We we always make it on. Of course, she turned out to be a murdering bitch, and poor Clark had to get rid of her in the end, so to speak. And she just like ah, kind of shriveled up. It looked like kind of like screw in there at the end of the show. All shriveled up. Probably smelled better. WQAM. Hey Neil, how you doing today? Okay. Listen, Neil, I want to ask you a question. Since you did a great job of destroying the first team, how come you can't get rid yeah, of? Yeah, get out of here. Blow it out your ass. I destroyed the first team. Okay. Call up Greg. Ask him about it. Five six seven oh five sixty. And you know who that is? That's one of their chronics. That's either uh, uh, what you what you call it. One of those Jets guys. It's one of the same crowd. You're the guys that destroyed the worst team. Okay. You chronics. And don't waste any more of our fast paper either. By the way. WQAM. That guy is really a loser, man. Yeah. Don Rickles, I love you. Okay, great. Good call, huh? WQAM. Neil. Yes, sir. Neil, uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Okay. <clears throat> send the send the Haitians back. And I am a Cuban, and I say send some of the Cubans back. No, first. absolutely. In fact, you and I can, <laughs> you and I can pick and choose which ones. How's that? Yeah, Neil. Hey, Miguel, you're thing. going back. Go ahead. Neil, we're talking about hockey. Yeah. Hockey. You know, yeah, you got me hooked on hockey when I used to listen to you about 12 years ago. Well, you know, we used to have a team here. Yeah, I know, a long time ago. Mm -hmm. And I followed them for the first two years, and when they, lost the, when they got the Stanley Cup and they pulled everybody off, say goodbye to hockey. Yeah, good for you. Good choice. Neil, happy birthday. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Archie. I'm getting pounded. Just relax, okay? He'll take care of his own. His Actually, his numbers are basically about the same as they had before, in all fairness. I looked it up. And where the hell's Muff with my copy of the book? I can't get anything today. I don't want to start sounding like a grumpy old man like somebody else that I don't want to mention his name. I'm getting pounded. But, uh, you know, can't get no. And uh, tomorrow, don't let me forget, tomorrow I'm bringing in my own, like, diet soda. Because if I have to depend on these people, well, i got three cases uh, stored away. Don't tell anybody. Get out of here, PDU. You, you backstabbing phony. Go away. Just don't go away, man. You and Miguel, hand in hand, down the aisle. I can see it now in Vegas with Joe Costello and his wife. See, Boca Bryan was bellyaching about that yesterday. You know, I mean, I like Joe. He's a good guy and a friend, but... Uh, I don't know. Huh? We had a good time in Toronto, him and his buddies. We went out to eat a couple of times. It was okay. I showed him uh, the ropes. But uh, when you give somebody a wedding invitation, first of all, on a CD or ROM that you got to put in your hard drive. See, Boca Brian don't want to stick no strange CD into his hard drive. You know, he'd rather stick it in his Rectum. anywhere, but not in his hard drive. And number two, when you have to, when they're having a wedding in Vegas and you have to spend hundreds or even a couple of thousand dollars to fly out to Vegas to somebody's wedding, that's not my idea. I didn't realize that. I'm just not going to be here anyway, so I couldn't go. I couldn't go either, but the well, reason. Well, you can't afford to go to Vegas when you get that check of yours? Well, that's right. That's not until January. And the wedding's in December. I'm sorry about that. Now, I just I just don't know what that's like when somebody offers you to, invites you to come to their wedding and they're getting married in Vegas. I mean, if you're going to be in Vegas, I can see that, but I'm not going to spend a fortune to, for a plane ticket to, to go to Vegas for a Joe and uh, what's-her-name's wedding. What is your name? You know, I've got a mental block. Janina, I'm sorry. It just came back to me. Janina. Sorry, Janina. Because I like Janina a lot. Joe, I used to like him a lot more, but he's... WQAM. Good morning, Neil. How are you today? Okay, sir. Um, a quick comment about the immigrants. I'm not one of these people that sit there and pitch it because I, you know, I don't understand the language. That doesn't really matter to me. But uh, my ex-wife was Colombian, and she brought her whole family over here. Did she bring some good drugs? Uh, I think she left the drugs behind it. Oh, the damn it. But... Uh, she had her brother come over here with her sister. Her sister was uh, here, and her brother was legal. So her brother claimed that her sister's three kids were all hers, all his. Oh, boy. So now he's getting welfare and food mm -hmm. stamps. All of Great. our tax dollars are going to feed these people and take care of this garbage. And it's, uh, you know, a little bit frustrating. And, uh, you know, 
I just want to lead off by leave off by telling you that I think Smallville is an excellent show. It I'm is. A, I'm a heterosexual male, and I think he's a great guy, and it's a great show. All right, you're my kind of guy, pal. Have a great day. And back to you, and save some of them drugs for us. So how do you like that? There's a guy with an interesting story, and of course that's only one story in the Naked City. You know how many more of those stories there are? Oh yeah, we got all our relatives here, and they lie and make up stories. I'm not saying that everybody who came over there, some of them are hardworking people, three or four. But uh, other than that, like Miguel, for example, there's a good example of a guy that came over on a banana boat or something in Chicago or somewhere. How did he get up there? And uh, he don't lift a finger. Last year was a different story. He worked his ass off, and I guess he figured this year, since they screwed him over, they didn't give him the increase, now he does nothing. He goes out in the van, and he only goes on the appearances where there's booze. <laughs> you notice that? The only yeah. ones he goes on are the ones where there's free booze. Other than that, he can't be bothered. He's busy breaking in that new mattress. WQAM. Deal. Yes, sir. Uh, what's with the sidekicks that can't speak English on the show? Sidekicks that can't speak English? Uh, Carlos and Miguel and all these guys. Yeah, that's a good point. Let's get some English-speaking guys on here. You're right. Bring the damn bird back. The bird's coming back Monday. All right. Okay, thanks. <laughs> yeah, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Ah, I got it. I got it here. Just relax. Yeah, I think we can bring the bird back. I mean, we can't bring him back to life, but we can always... There you go. Yeah. That's all we need. A little uh, bird cackle in the background. That's all he ever did anyway. And eat. Now nah, he was okay. He was a good guy. Don't be picking on dead people. That's bad. That's George's job. George hated the bird. He, George hates everybody. He's just a nasty, miserable little spick. I mean, he's okay, but he's a nasty. WQAM. Neil. Yes, sir. I got a real dumb question for you. Go right ahead. Why are you answering calls? You know the listeners out here got absolutely nothing to say. You're just going to get frustrated another three or four days of taking calls and dealing with the morons. Well, your call is so far not that bad. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm a not minority saying, I'm not saying it's great. No, I would say the calls today have been okay. We had one or two assholes, but that's what spices it up a little bit. Well, you know, you got a great show. I love this. And I'll tell you, keep up the good work. And I'm, it, walk my words, one week from now, you're going to stop answering well, calls. You, but you see, the good, the good part of that is I've got plenty of experience now from the last eight months. If, if I get fed up with the calls, I don't have to take them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got you. I got you. It's dealer's choice. Okay, have a great day. Yeah, you too. Thanks. See, there's a guy. He's a good guy, and he he understands what it's all about. I have no problem with taking calls if I'm look. Couple of crazy people, a couple of crank calls, no problem. But when like nine out of ten are idiots, I mean, then it creates a problem. You follow what I'm saying? When almost everybody calls like that, like that, or like that guy, who the hell needs that? That's not a radio show. But the fact of the matter is you've got to beat these people and whip these people because this is not a place where the people are like, hey, friendly and outgoing and live. Hey, you know, how you doing? No, not here. Not here. This is an unfriendly place. This is a place where you know your neighbors and you fear them. That's right. WQAM. QAM, hello. Neil? Yes, sir. Neil, uh, I've listened to you for years. I've met you in person. You're a totally different person. When... Uh, when you meet you, you're a, you're a great person. You have a great personality. Um, I listen to these cranks calling uh, to ruin the radio show. It's the only thing left for us to listen to mm-hmm. on the radio. I, what do you mean on the radio? It's the only thing left in this town is this show. It's the only thing left Exactly. Here. We do appreciate it. Neil, uh, I watched that piece on 60 Minutes about the, the translators were told to slow down right. because uh, they're trying to uh, get more money for the FBI. Right. Now, you know, when Another I see, rip-off, right. When I see reports like that, you would think that you would look out the door and see rioting in the streets. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it's just amazing. But, yeah, you know, it's like you, you, you would hear the next day on the news that well, this piece was 
broadcast on 60 Minutes, what are we going to do about it? Oh, yeah, oh. right. The American public is so, is so most for the most part, so dumb and so uneducated and so out of it that all they give a crap about is their own little myopic view of life. They know nothing about the rest of the world, and so they can be so easily brainwashed and led around by the nose, just like this Iraq thing, man. There, there's no reason that we need to be going in there. There's no reason in the world. So they just keep making up one story after another story, and if that doesn't work, they make up some other thing about al-Qaeda did this, and uh, the public says, yeah, whatever you say, you know. Like Frankie it's, Pantangeli, yeah, sure. It's not, it's not going in there. It's what's the fallout afterwards. You know, that's they're not going to be able to control that. And you, and you think the yeah. average American can uh, can reason that far ahead? Can exp- you know, in, in in its mind? No, uh, you know, I explain this to my children when they hear all these reports on, on the sniper about telling. Uh, oh wait a minute! Here's Jeb Bush. For Chinese, it should be the same for for Haitians, and and uh, I urged the uh, I've made that case to. Oh, the there's Jeb Bush in Little Haiti sucking up to the Haitians. In D.C. One more time. <laughs> yeah, he's sucking up. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Neil, I, I, I explain that to my children. We have to put up with the bad news reporting, ninety uh, percent of the time, just to get the, uh, a five minute uh, piece, good piece like was on sixty minutes. Yeah. Well, uh, no, but nobody I, cares. Nobody cares. Just like uh, with murder and everything else, everybody's so oh, desensitized, they don't give a crap. Yeah, also, Neil, keep reading those pieces because a lot of us don't have the time or, or all the information that you come up with. Okay. And, and, you know, i got five easy reading. pieces for you next hour. Have a great day, pal. Thank you, sir. Okay, nothing like an easy piece. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. UAQAM. Deb. Your heart is dirty. Who's he kidding, huh? Back in the day when someone done us wrong, we didn't take their crap. In Pearl Harbor, when the Japs dropped their bombs, we bombed them back. And now the Saudis, they hit us hard. And on our cars, our little flags wave. As that Saudi loving Retired points the bombers the wrong way. And I'm embarrassed to be an American where they follow Bush like sheep. The United States of arrogance led by Bush and his family. Green, they got his country up. Handling towards the darkest days in our history. I don't want to be a Pax American in the goddamn USA. Stupid. What's a few thousand innocent lives? Stop living in the past. If you want that SUV to drive, you're gonna need more gas. It's the greatest country in the world. They train us to believe. And anyone who says that, obviously, can't afford to leave. And I'm embarrassed to be an American where we patriotically wave a flag in one hand. With our head in the sand and blindly follow the powers that be. Apathetic up watching state run news on a 65-inch screen. Stupid. Scratcher falls and fire, everything's okay. In the goddamn USA. No, 
God bless America. <laughs> There's the man that took the O out of country in that bit. It's 11.03 at 5.60 WQAM. So the governor was just on here, uh, Jebster, going, bada beep, bada boop, bada boop. And the Haitians had him, like, almost backed up in a corner there. And he's going on about, well, they deserve the same treatment as the Colombians and the Jamaicans and the Dominicans and uh, the Nicaraguans. He didn't mention the Cubans, though. He was very cautious not to say that. And he says, well, you're right. They all they should get due process. And one Haitian woman just uh, right up in his face, she said, uh, when you, we want you to go tell your brother to uh, turn them loose to uh, tell your brother. You think he's going to tell his brother anything? No. Except, no, we got it fixed again for you next time. Who are you kidding? So there's another reason to vote against Jeb Bush, because he says that these people ought to be allowed to stay here. Chinese and Haitians and anybody else who makes it here, they have a right. Everybody needs to be treated the same. Everybody get it. Political persecution, my ass, this has got nothing to do with that. This is economics, baby. Economics, that's what this is all about. Economic refugees. Now, if you're ready to let in every starving person in the world in this country, and we can feed them and house them and give them food stamps and welfare and a 57 Chevy and a driver's license and whatever else, then great. Then you should vote for Jeb Bush next Tuesday because he's full of crap. He doesn't believe that for one second. But they got him between a crock and a hard place is what they got him right now. So, like I said, there's 50 more. I don't understand how he can be ahead in the polls. It just, it just amazes me. It's astonishing to me. I can understand the two newspapers because they're full of crap. But how anybody with a brain out there, and then, of course, I remember this is Florida, so I say anybody with a brain out there, and I start looking, oh, here's one. But there's another one. WQAM. Neil? Yes, sir. Hi. Uh, I, I only hear you when I'm in my truck, but when I'm driving around, so I really didn't get caught up early this morning. On this immigration thing with the Haitians and whatnot, yeah. what, what if that boat had been a high-speed power boat loaded down with terrorists and C-4 uh, attacking the bridge. You know, you know something? That's the best point that's been made all day. And the fact is that the Coast Guard saw the vessel coming. Uh, they had no idea, other than they saw there were a bunch of people on there, but but they had no idea what else was on there. And you're right. They could have done anything they yeah. wanted. They didn't inter interdict them at sea. There was an article in the Herald this morning, and they, they referred to two local politicians who both said, oh, no, it's different. It's different. It's different. They were Haitians. They were immigrants. But it's not different. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing. I mean, right. There is no homeland security here. That no. can happen. No. Uh, I'm, I'm a boater. I spend a lot of time out on the water, and it's, it's wide open out there. Totally wide open. Yeah, make sure it makes you feel safe, doesn't it? Yes, sir. Anyway, have a happy birthday next week. Thanks and, a lot. Uh, remember to vote. Okay, thanks. <laughs> okay. Here's a fact. This is, like I said yesterday, it must be chronic then. Bush sucks. We need to close the borders to everyone. Let's help the people live here first. I'm a, from Cuba, a Cuban descendant. Strongly believe that all damn Cubans coming into the country now are worse than ever. <laughs> oh, yeah, Carlos is smiling. He agrees with you. He says, that once you're here, it's okay, but the new one's coming in. Get out of here. My grandparents came over in the 60s with my mother and aunt. They've worked their ass off in this country. They started out in New Jersey and worked their way down here. They believe the same thing we do. Close the damn borders, leave everyone out. Uh, Adam, who also says, go McBride and hello, George. How do you like that? He covered all the bases there. He said, go McBride and... Hello, George. And that, too. So everybody's whipped up into a frenzy, okay? See, that's another problem in this town. Everybody is all whipped up about... It, it's, and, of course, they have it in Europe, too. In Britain, they're, like, psychotic with the uh, people coming, uh, illegal aliens coming in. And in Amsterdam and the Netherlands, it's the uh, Moroccans and the Algerians that are coming in by the crapload. Uh, just tons of them. Which isn't to say that they're all bad people, just, you know. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and they do peddle a lot of drugs on the streets, I'll tell you that. But nevertheless, 
some competition for the Rostashvos over there, I guess. But uh, you know, you got to have control of your immigration. You can't just let everybody come in. And this this guy made a great point. The Coast Guard sees this vessel coming. Obviously, it's not legal, and they have no business coming here. So why the hell don't they interdict them at sea? Why doesn't the goddamn government, why doesn't the state of Florida, why doesn't the goddamn federal government, the Coast Guard, take the uh, bull by the goddamn horns? heard the, news the newspaper, not the newspaper. You the heard the newspaper. newspaper. <laughs> the news people saying that uh, that the boat slipped by the Coast Guard. Yeah, it slipped by. Did you see uh -huh. the, did you I see think somebody in the Coast Guard was wearing a slip, probably a pink one, okay? It slipped by. That's great. That's really, And then the governor, one of the comments he made there while the uh, break was on, I was listening to his idiotic comments. Well, you know, we have a large coastline. It's very hard to uh, protect all. Well, that's great. That makes us feel good. That makes us feel good, like they don't have radar and they can't spot all these. If, if that's the case, let's just forget about it, okay? Forget about it. Anybody that votes for him needs mental help. WQAM. Yeah, they're too busy looking for the wicked wheat. Yeah, that's right. Uh, hey, you know, you know, it's a good point. It's a damn good thing they didn't have any wacky weed on that boat. They'd all be in a hooskow right now. Hey, what happened when George, or rather Jeb Bush, borrowed a bunch of money years ago and he never paid it back? Why don't they make a commercial of him running down the street with a bag of money, the way they used to show the tap-dancing McBride and all that? Yeah. And nobody ever talks about it. And um, the other issue I was going to talk about, I, I've been listening to you since you were on Zeta 4, and then years ago I used to listen to QAM. They had a little jingle, and it went, Gene. Dunlap. And, um, it went, anyway. It went, what did it say? It said. Oh, Jim Dunlap. Yeah. Oh, Jim Dunlap. Like a, <laughs> I see what you're saying, yeah. Like a Julio saying it. That's I used cute. to laugh. Then oh, another the station that was really great down there was WMUM. See, we don't have the Julio one. We only got the Anglo one. Right. Then WMUM was a great radio station back during the, um, hippie days. WMUN? Yeah, it was, no, MUM. It was called Mother. Oh, never got even before I got here. Yeah, you were probably up in um, Michigan, right? Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, happy birthday. Your birthday falls on my anniversary. Well, happy anniversary. And my wife and I will be married like 21 years. Really? That's great. Yeah. Okay, thanks a lot for the, <laughs> thanks for the great entertainment. Thank you. See, they're very nice today. We're not getting that guy that called 10 minutes ago. He meant well, but the people are okay today. We got them under control so far. We got these uh, clowns under control. Happy birthday. Have a great day. This was a good guy. What's the problem? Just that we had people in here before, too lazy. Just We're not even screening the call. Just put them on hold so that the phone doesn't have to keep ringing. That's all. That's all we have to do. But when we had George and Miguel in there, a couple of slackers, man, a couple of specs there going back on a banana boat by noon. Hey, you notice? Did you see the book coming here with the uh, mouth? No. No. Did you see any of my champion light? No. Did you see Miguel come in here and say, oh, gee, that's great that we're going to be doing the best of, and I'll hop right on that? No. 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 We're doing a show in a vacuum. But, of course, now that we got that great promotion ahead of us, who the hell needs uh, any promotion outside? You know what I'm saying? Ten pack, but uh, just as long as the check's clear. Once you get the first check, once you get the taste of a few bucks, and believe me, it won't be much, Carlos, but once you get the first one, you say, hey, that's all I care about. Just give me the money. Down with all this other crap. Because, basically, that's it's a means to an end. Means to, how come I can't find my spot? Oh, there it is. Sorry about that. I do have a book. I have an old rating book. Maybe I'll read these numbers from IOD. I have a whole bunch of old rating books at home, Arbitrons. This is fall of 1995. I had a good book then, and I'll read the numbers in a little while. Huh? I'd like to hear it. And you notice it's interesting. On that station, the morning uh, was much stronger. This, I think, Ranieri was still on in 95, I believe. I'm not sure. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong about that. Was Ranieri on uh, IOD in 95? I don't know. Squirt, squirt. 
11 after 11 at 560 WQM. There's never been a better time to buy you a new home or refinance your existing home. And how about this low, amazing rate, 3.95%. That's right. Financial Group can offer you an unprecedented 3.95%. All you got to do is talk to them. Call Financial Group at 1-800-940-LEND. That's 1-800-940-5363. The money you're going to save is amazing. It's incredible. Think about it. You can get a $100,000 loan for only 450 bucks a month or a $200,000 loan for only 950 bucks a month. The process is simple. You're going to save yourself a crap load of cash, thousands of dollars every year. So call our good buddies at Financial Group, our close personal pals, at 1-800-940-LEND. There's never been a better or a smarter time to get you a low interest rate than right now. So call Financial Group. You'll be on your way to big savings. They're an equal housing lender. Credit restrictions do apply, and rates are subject to change. So call now, 1-800-940-LEND. That's 1-800-940-5363. Live and local, this is 560. The radio is all yours now. QAM. With some crack in her shoe and some Xanax in her purse. She's the right skank governor's daughter who resembles after birth. She knows that dad is the gov. So if she breaks the law, well, that's tough. It ain't none of your goddamn business. So just keep your big mouth shut when it comes to family values. A prime example for all of you. There ain't nothing like the morals of the good Bush family. So with some crack in her shoe, no other foot powder will do. It makes your feet want to tingle and dance all day. Come on, you bitch, dance! That's right, you spoiled feet of crack! Eleven sixteen at five sixty WQAM. See the the right wingers. One of their big issues for years and years has always been, and that's one of the areas I agree with them. Immigration, getting control of the immigration policy. I happen to agree with a lot of what they've said over the years. But, but isn't that interesting now? Because for political purposes, they have to like kind of like couch the way that they present their position. Because for the Cubans, oh yeah, I'll come on as long as you can get your toe on a land there, you can stay forever. We'll give you whatever you want. That's okay. Because they know that they're all going to vote for them or the overwhelming majority. But on the other hand, anybody else, well, sorry, because you're not going to vote for us anyway. So they got him between a rock and a hard rock cafe is where they got Jeb Bush there this morning. He was like, but a beep, but a boop, but a And then that business about, hey, talk to your uh, brother. Talk to your brother. Is he talking to his brother? No. No chance. No way, Jose. No way, Jorge. Here's a fax from Rob in Miami Lakes who's whipped up into a frenzy. He says, and another good point. See, this business about the boat slipping through. Now, I don't happen to believe that, but there's all different reports. There's different stories. Remember, like they said in The Godfather, there's all kinds of stories on the street. Well, there's all kinds of stories on this, that they were tracking it all the way from Haiti. They knew it was coming, which, you know, once they get inside the, uh, in the what is it, three miles, the three-mile limit, once they get inside three miles and they're in our uh, territorial waters, why at that point don't they interdict it and turn it around and send it back? If they're really tracking them all the way and they knew what it was all about. And number two, if they did slip through, uh-oh, what does that say about our uh, homeland defense like the truck driver said, huh? You can't complain about our homeland defense because we don't have any. And Robin Miami Lake says if they can't guard and protect a heavily populated area like Miami, then who knows who's getting into the country in the more desolate areas. Sure. Like up like, uh, you know, north of Palm Beach County, over on the west coast. Says, I'll be hiding under the bed. God help us. Play the scream sound bit. Says Rob in Miami Lakes. There you go, Rob. One more time. Bonus. Bonus scream bit. 
Good point. John Benet, I better get with it here. You know, I mean, I don't mind taking a lot of calls, but I got some important stuff to do here. And then we got the noon to one uh, comedy bit hour, which we aren't going to forsake. I bet you at noon to one, that's when my good. Uh, fact, maybe we'll get some food in here, too. Huh? You're for that? Because I, I didn't bring in. I brought my breakfast in from Balance for Life. Well, I got his spot coming up in a minute. I hope you're listening to Earring True. I'm going to rip you an ass. No, seriously, can you believe the chutzpah of this guy? He's he's used the beast as much as he can, and now he just wants to, like, toss him to the wolves? Right. Like the Haitians to the, uh, back out in the water again? Oh, yeah, throw him back. He's not a keeper. That That's grotesque. Christ and, uh, Joseph and Esther. Man, what is that all about? And he's sending George here over free food. How many times have I said, why are you getting free food? He doesn't need to, because he's a freeloader. He's a freeloading little spick, that George. He doesn't need free meals. Plus, if I say, oh, well, let's get some food, and he just shoves it off to the side anyway. Oh, okay, what can we get free? You know, He's a little freeloader, which I don't blame him because he's not making any money. But still, if we have to choose between feeding the beast or feeding George, I say we feed the beast because he's the one that needs to lose weight. John Benet, this is incredible, this uh, story, and it goes on for so many pages I can't even find. John Benet, uh, uh, where is it? Bombshell. <laughs> oh, here it is. John Benet. Well, I got it all stapled together, okay? It's from the goddamn Inquirer. It's multiple pages. John Benet bombshell. Patsy's writing is an exact match. And you notice there's not really an awful lot to read, thank goodness, because it's got pictures of the uh, the ransom note, the alleged ransom note, right? and then her handwriting. And, boy, look, look at that. This is this is the ransom note, and then that's her writing. You see any difference? None at no, all. No, none at all. How do you like that, Patsy? Huh? I don't want to say you've done it, but anyway, the Inquirer says, in a blockbuster world exclusive, the Inquirer has obtained never-before-seen handwriting samples that Patsy Ramsey wrote for police investigating the murder of her daughter, John Bonet. Well, it's only, what, six years ago? And handwriting experts say the writings are an exact match to the fake two-and-a-half-page ransom note left at the scene of the crime. What's more, the most compelling sample that implicates right-handed Patsy as the ransom note author is the one she wrote with her left hand. You can actually superimpose words from the ransom note over words that Patsy wrote with her left hand, and they're a near-perfect match. Top handwriting expert Ted Widmer, who has testified in many court cases and taught handwriting ID to police and district attorneys, told the Inquirer, Patsy wrote that ransom note, and she wrote it with her opposite hand. That conclusion was echoed by leading handwriting analyst Gideon Epstein, sounds like a Jew to me, Boy. who has taught forensic document, uh, document ex examination to Army criminal investigators, U.S. Treasury agents, and others since 1969. Epstein examined the same handwriting samples obtained by the Inquirer for his testimonies given in a lawsuit filed against John and Patsy Ramsey by a Boulder, Colorado man named as a suspect by John Bonet's parents. And in a recent deposition given under oath, Epstein declared, I'm absolutely certain that she, Patsy, wrote the ransom note. Absolutely certain. Positively, absolutely. When pressed by Ramsey, attorney West, is that 60% certain? Epstein replied, no, that's 100% certain. Following the Christmas night 1996 murder, like I said six years ago, of Little Beauty Queen in Ramsey's Boulder home, Patsy and John both gave handwriting samples under the supervision of detectives and state police analysts from the Colorado Bureau of Investigation. John gave samples on two occasions and Patsy five times between December 28, 96 and May 20, 97. The couple wrote out a so-called London letter, an investigative tool that forces the writer to use every letter of the alphabet and numerals from zero to nine. They printed the full ransom note on a white legal pad using a Sharpie pen. Oh, look at what I got. Sharpie. Sharpie. I think I did it. As the author of the ransom note did. Over and over again, they copied individual words from the ransom note, which threatened that the two gentlemen watching over your daughter would behead John Bonet if instructions were not followed to the letter or if authorities were contacted. During one sampling session, Patsy was also told to write a letter off the top of her head. 
she chose in one paragraph to use the words two gentlemen, which are exact words from the ransom note. The analyst from the Colorado Bureau of Investigation also had John and Patsy write a strangely altered version of the ransom message that contained all the words from the original note. Patsy was asked to write that altered version with her left hand during her fourth handwriting sample session with investigators April 12, 1997. That's only five and a half years ago. And a source told the CBI the inquirer that it was that sample more than any others that convinced authorities that Patsy wrote the note with her opposite hand. As the inquirer revealed in their September 24, 2000 issue, Patsy is ambidextrous. She can do it with both hands. A high school teacher who taught Patsy in her hometown of Parkersburg, West Virginia, a teacher never interviewed by police, clear, clearly remembers that Patsy could write with her right and her left hand. The teacher and I got into discussion about Patsy's handwriting. Jackie Goodwin, a teacher's union representative, told the Inquirer, and he said, by the way, Patsy could write with both hands. He said, matter-of-factly, like it was just one of her many talents, no big deal. The Ramsey's former housekeeper, Linda Hoffman Pugh, disclosed to the Inquirer, Patsy told me I can do a lot of things with my left hand. I'm ambidextrous. I'm not touching that. That's what she said, too. And Patsy herself told the Inquirer in an interview last year that she could write well with her left hand, but not very well. Handwriting expert Widmer analyzed all the secret handwriting samples obtained exclusively by the Inquirer. It's really amazing. If you go through every letter in a ransom note, you can find those matching forms somewhere in samples. Patsy gave the police, said Widmer, chairman of the Graphological Society of San Francisco and author of the book Crime and Penmanship, who's invented several devices to aid in handwriting analysis. Widmer agreed wholeheartedly with former Boulder detective Steve Thomas, not the hockey player, a lead investigator into JonBenet's murder who revealed that 24 of the alphabet's 26 letters found in the ransom note looked as if they'd been written by Patsy. The ransom note copy Patsy made to write with a Sharpie pen using her right hand looks nothing like the original ransom note, Widmer said, but her left-hand sample is very revealing. To the untrained eye, it may look nothing like the original ransom note, but it is my belief she tried to fake the sample and can probably write much better with her left hand than she's letting you believe. She couldn't fake everything, however. There are incredible matches to the real ransom note. The word carefully in the first line of the left-hand sample is an exact match for the word carefully in the first line of the ransom note. You can practically superimpose one over the other. And I got them right here in my hand from the Inquirer. Go out and pick up the Inquirer and take a look at it. Take a, or just uh, at the newsstand. Just open it up and look at it, take a peek at it and then throw it on the floor. The same is true for the word faction in the fourth line of the sample and the third line of the ransom note, the word that in the third line of the sample and the second line of the ransom note, and the word letter in the thirteenth line of the sample and the tenth line of the ransom note. You're writing all that down good. Several times when she writes the word will in the sample, they show matches to some of the will words in the note. Most revealing are her percent signs in both the left-handed sample and the ransom note. They're perfect little uh, circles that match. You try to do that if you can't write with both hands. You can't do it. Another compelling clue pointing to Patsy as the author of the ransom note is found in the sample letter she was asked to compose. It's the big spaces she puts between the word I and the word next to that personal pronoun, said Widmer. Look at the ransom note. When the pronoun I is written, there are the same big spaces left between it and the next word. It was something she didn't think to fake, something that came out naturally. How do you like that? How the inquirer says she wrote the note, which means either she done it or he done it or they done it. Somebody done it. And how much did they pay the Boulder police to... Ignore that. They don't have to pay anybody off. They're just uh, incompetent. Don't you understand? I mean, I realize incompetent police is very unusual. I mean, they didn't have, like, the Moosey Man in Boulder. If we could have just sent the Moosey Man over to Boulder, we'd have solved that turkey like five, five years ago. Easy. Just like who killed Cock Robin. He's working on that one next. Speaking of that, gay leading men opened uh, the closet door for lesbians. There's a whole thing in it. They're obsessed with uh, fags in this issue of uh, the Inquirer. Or, yeah, it is the Inquirer. So first it starts out with the whole thing about power lesbians, like power. And then we got a thing about leading men. And, of course, all of these people happen to be dead. Always a coincidence that every time they start talking about this one was gay, they're all dead. But it's still interesting because everybody wants to know. Why they want to know? Because uh, they're nosy. 
So what do you think about poor John Bonet, huh? What do you think about Two Earring Troy over there at Balance for Life? It's a great program. It may help you lose weight like crazy. But, but, here the beast has lost 58 pounds in just a few months. We've saved his life. And just at the moment when he's starting to look really human, get some color in his face, you can actually see what his body parts look like, which ain't too good. But nevertheless, and now Troy says, well, uh, he tells Troy Stratford, our own bald-headed Troy, well, you know, we've kind of used him for all we can get out of him. And now let's maybe cut him off. I wonder if Beast knows about that. Boy, he'd be really upset. Yeah, I think he does. He does know about that. I think so. I don't know if this is the same thing, but he had a an issue. An issue. Well, I got news for you, Two Earring Troy. There better be no issues with our buddy the Beast because, well, until we get him under two hundred pounds, then you can put him on his own. Okay, you can throw him back in the water. I think they took away his weekends or something like that. Yeah, well, give it, give him back. Stop giving that little spick George food. He don't need it. Okay. He's as skinny as a rail. Really frost my ass. Because it's, it's a great program. They bring a little black sack right to your door at work, at home, every morning, by 6 o'clock in the morning. And then there's your food for the whole day. Three delicious gourmet meals. I had a spinach omelet this morning. I mean, a um, Spanish omelet. That was just out of the... There's a difference. Spick. I had a Spanish omelet this morning that was great. Three gourmet meals, two delicious snacks right to your door. Nothing frozen, nothing prepackaged. It's all fresh. You just pop it in the microwave or some of it you read out of your thing. And there's a lot of great fresh fruit in there, too. Good stuff. And they let you choose. They give you a menu. You choose two choices for each meal every day that you're on a program. That's all you choose. No cooking, no shopping, no cleaning, no calorie counting, no carbohydrate counting. They do all that for you. So let Balance for Life help you lose that weight by calling them today. And also, chew them out about the beast when you call and say, Hey, listen, we're big fans of the beast. He got screwed over by Mo on that morning show. Don't you be screwing him over again, too, okay? He'll go off the deep end, that poor little bastard. Call uh, Balance for Life. I'm serious. It just breaks my heart. He's a good guy. He deserves our help. We're trying to help him stay alive. And this guy wants to just use him and uh, cut him loose like some kind of illegal alien. And by the way, he's an American citizen, Troy. How do you like that, you dickhead? Call Balance for Life at 954-568-3229. 568-3229. Or visit their website at balanceforlife.com. We're Sports Radio 560. QAM. My dad knocked me off. He rates me when he tied me up. When I went John Bonet Ramsey, I was killed by my daddy. Oh, my dad knocked me off. I was a smidgenie. It's not a media mystery. My mom's the one who knows. better about McGill. He just came in and bonded and looks a lot better than he usually does. He looks really good because he got laid last night. 11.33 on his new mattress, on a new dollar mattress. He said it's really good. He said he don't roll off the edge anymore like he used to. 27 till noon. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Probably is. 27 before noon. We got the Mad Dog coming up on the Humper at 3 o'clock this afternoon. Humper kills an hour with Ira Windeman between 4 and 5. See, I don't care about the NBA. So, you know, I realize Hank ain't doing his show for me, you know. Plus, I'm not in the car at that hour anyway. 
But if I were, or if I am, or if I will be, it's just, uh, I don't care about a bunch of seven foot tall sparses, okay? It's not my bag. So we got a whole hour of, although Ira Winderman's a good guy. Huh? So let's, let's cut him some slack. And then Hank will be on after that anyway from five to seven. Four solid hours, man. <laughs> Woo! I, I, seriously, now that baseball season's over, he better lose another ounce or two, the humper. He lost a little weight. Now what, now what are you laughing about? He lost a little weight while I was going during the summertime, an ounce or two. See, he and I, we always say, yeah, we lost a little, and you look around, well, where was it? No, we lost a little bit, slowly but surely. Did Troy, the, the boy, call in and say he's going to take care of the beast? He should have called you by now. Nope. No? He better take care of that fat little bastard. Josh, speaking of fat little bastards, Josh Friedman between 7 and 8. Then we got the Shit Go Panther preview at 8 o'clock, 8.30. I know it's 8.30, but they still, and nobody came in here corrected it. See, Clarence, he's still, uh, he's wet, he's wet behind the ears. He's a good kid, that Clarence, but, uh, kid being the operative word, he ain't no kid Curry either. Panthers at the Dallas Stars tonight. Any interest? No. Okay. Boy, the Stars are so boring to watch. I know they're tied for first place in the league. They got 14 points. Minnesota's got 14 points. The Tampa Bay Lightning got 14 points. How about the Leafs? Oh! They didn't lose last night, of course, they didn't play. Well, hey, listen, it's better than most lately. And tomorrow night, who they playing tomorrow? Oh, Atlanta, girls team. They usually lose to them. Uh, after the hockey game, we got Eddie K from Old GA. Thanks to that guy for reminding me that. I've been slipping. That's from being away. Right, Tom? And, and Tom Jick has got the uh, cooking show schedules in the Sun Sentinel today. And Joe and Mark overnight. Or no, is it the 31st? Tomorrow has got them in there. It's already on the website. So if you want to see the cooking show schedules, click onto the Sun Sentinel website and go to Tom Jick or Q&A, et cetera, and so on. Cooking show schedules. Right. Here's a fax that says... Neil, I'm sending, saying this guy thinks I'm not going to read this on the air. I'm, I'm going to read it. I have no comment. I mean, to each its own. It says, I'm sending this fax because I'm fairly certain that you would not feel like discussing this on the air. Why, why not? I'm just thanking you for having such a great website. Well, Eric must have sent this. It says, I know that it has problems, but at least it's free. It doesn't have any problems other than the archives is not Eric's fault. We can't do it because the, I'm not going to explain it anymore, okay? We can't do it because of that strike by the goddamn actors and performers on the commercials and because we can't delete the commercials. It would take like a thousand hours of somebody's time, which we don't have. And Miguel did look extra good today. I think, I think he spruced up before he came in. He's trying to suck up now. It says, I have to pay $7 a month to listen to Phil Henry. Are you sure? $7 is not a lot of money, and that's not the problem. The problem is really just the principle of it all. What makes his show so damn special that his fans can't enjoy it whenever they want to without shelling out their hard-earned dough? At your site, you're having troubles with the archives, but at least you're letting... People listen to the best of without needing more money. I think that you're great if we were, uh, I were gay. You and I would do it and go have pizza love when we're done. Then go home and make fun of Mo. God bless. Well, how do you like that? If he was gay, which I'm sure if he were gay, I probably wouldn't look at him anyway. But that's beside the point. Gay. Mm -hmm. Speaking of gay, Bush's radio day. I have no comment on that. I don't, I don't like this business of charging for stuff on the, uh, you know, if you've got a product that you're selling, sure. It's just like like uh, some of these newspapers that you have to you want from the archives. You got to put your goddamn credit card number on there and pay for it. That's bullcrap. Why is that? It's already in there. They don't have to do anything. The information's already uh, loaded in there. Why why should you have to pay to check the archives? Greed. Yeah. I don't even like the thing of having to register like the L.A. Times, the New York Times, and I think the Washington Post. Those three. When you go online and you want to uh, get stories, you got to register. You know your name and shoe size and a whole bunch of other crap. That's not right. No, so they can sell it to advertisers. Yeah, that's right. Then they peddle your name advertising. You, oh, I'm going to tell you yesterday. I'm going to tell you, Governor Bush, if you get reelected, my good close friend Jeb, you jackass. No, seriously, something has got to happen with this telephone soliciting business. It, it's reached the point now where I'm ready to go um, go nuts. Go nuts. 
you look on your uh, call screening and it says out of area. Well, I mean, that could be uh, people I know. I mean, my friend John's over in Amsterdam. It could be him calling because a lot of times you get long-distance calls. It'll say out of area or private call or whatever. Right. And you pick up the phone. Uh, can I speak to a... See, the good part of it is my real name. The last name is so goddamn long, they don't know how to pronounce it. So a lot of times, uh, hello, and they just click and you, they go on. No, seriously, that happens many times, thankfully. And I just say, he's not here. Okay, thank you. I must have had seven calls yesterday. And I didn't. I went to lunch at Mommy's yesterday, so I didn't get home till three. So between three and eleven o'clock, when I went to bed, I had seven solicitors calling. Didn't speak to any of them, but it's a pain in the ass. It is a pain in the ass. Who the hell are you to be calling my guy? And, and oh, and another one came on a fax, a fax solicitation too. So that's eight. Leave us alone. Our home is our castle. Leave us the hell alone, okay? You lunatics. You may. It should be illegal. Yes, it should. It should absolutely be positively legal. And when you have an unlisted number like I do, you don't want assholes. That's why you pay for it in the first place, the extra buck a month or whatever it is, not to have your number in a book. But they don't care. they got it all on that rotary thing. All the numbers are in order. They keep dialing and dialing. They don't give a crap. 22 till noon at QM. So anyway, Bush's radio gay a day gets static from Democrats. Gay. No, day. He's obsessed with that. Radio talk show hosts are setting up shop on the White House lawn today to interview cabinet secretaries and top administration officials. Democrats say President Bush is using his office to give Republicans an unfair edge six days before elections. It reeks of an inappropriate mix of politics and official business, says Jennifer Palmieri, a spokeswoman for the DNC. Radio Day, held in a heated tent to fight Washington's unseasonable mid-40s chill, is the latest example of Bush's willingness to use all the tools of the presidency to boost Republican candidates' chances. This is from USA Today, by the way. He's wielding his popularity and ability to grab headlines to make the case for the importance of the Republican agenda. I wonder if they're going to be playing that boot stomp and music in the background. The tent will be from 6 a.m. to 7.30 p.m. for about 50 radio hosts and reporters to broadcast live to millions of listeners. Syndicated conservative pompous asses Ollie North and Sean Hannity will be there. Fat-ass Rush Limbaugh was invited but declined. The White House is not picking up the tab for travel costs. Oh, that's why he probably declined. He couldn't afford the two seats. Guests for 8 to 10 minute interviews include uh, Don Rumsfeld, John Ascroft, Colin Powell, Paul O'Neill, uh, Don Evans, Dale Evans. Even White House staffers who are ready to do interviews will make the rounds, including Chief of Staff Andy Card, National Security Advisor Condoleezza, and Senior Advisor Carl Rove. How do you like that? Also on the bottom of the... Oh, it's from Rich Pactor. Do you remember WSAY in Rochester? Of course I remember. I almost went to work there at WSAY, but I didn't take the job. WSAY, one of the most Bush League radio stations ever. It says, very strange top 40, sister station to WINA in Buffalo, NIA. Also, the na yeah, they also, they have, everybody had the same name. Mike Melody, Jerry uh, Jerks, whatever the hell it was. Yeah, everybody had to have the same name. WSAY. 14, I believe it was 1470 on the dial, something like that. Rich? And how come the weather guy was talking about Canandaigua today on CNN? That was very, very strange, okay? Very, very strange on CNN, which is seen all over the goddamn world, and the weather guy's talking about it snowing in Canandaigua, New York. Well, that is very exciting, okay? I'll see it at Roseland Park when they rebuild it. Now, seriously, I mean, how many people know where the hell Canada? I went to high school there. I lived there for several years, so I know where it is. But who the hell knows where that is? Unless it was the only place in the country that was snowing. It was not the only place in the country where it was snowing, okay? Believe me. Trust me. Trust your meteorological ace. 20 till noon, and don't forget our big noon to one hour. Sit back and relax, eat all the free food that's coming in. We don't have any food coming in. That's good. I don't, can't eat today. In fact, do we have a sack? Well, I wish we had somebody's sack. I'd steal our food out of it. George didn't get a sack today? I think I might be able to find one somewhere. With food in it? Well, I saw from, one outside. From like this month? 
You did see one outside about that. Uh, let's see. Uh, probably Carlos is shoving that down his uh, fat, faggy puss, huh? Ooh, I wouldn't. Oh, man. I wouldn't get near it if he even looked into it. Good golly. He's got more rings and things. He ought to open up a store called Rings and Things. You've heard of Wings and Things. He ought to Rings and Things. He's got rings on his uh, everything. And George is the one who was telling me about it. 19 till noon at 560 WQM. If you got a big empty ring on the top of your head known as a bald spot, well, it's not pretty. It's not a pretty sight. This is one of God's tricks that he plays on men. Why not women so much? I don't know. Maybe he likes women. But the fact of the matter is, with that ugly bald spot, if you're a young guy especially, it makes you look a lot older than you are, number one. And number two, uh, it's not good for your social life or for your work life. Nobody, nobody wants to deal with like a bald young guy, you know, except maybe Lex Luthor. But other than that. So pick up the phone and call my buddy Chuck Alfie and get yourself a great-looking, natural-looking head of hair, his natural hairline system. For over 25 years, anybody with a half a brain has been knowing that Charlie's the only guy they want to see to get their hair back because nobody else in the world has a hair system that looks so great. Every other one, including Dennis Kucinich, I'll admit it, they look like Marv Albert on a bad day. They look like Mo Howard David on a bad day. If you don't want to look like that, forget about it. Pick up that phone and call 1-800-321-2413. Mention that Neil Rogers told you to call, and Charlie will say, Great. And it'll also give you a $200 QM discount for mentioning my name. Charlie also services and repairs all kinds of hair systems while you wait for only 25 to 30 bucks and can almost always make them look a hell of a lot better. And you get that 30-day guarantee. you got nothing to lose but that big, ugly, bald spot. If you don't, for 30 days, look better and love the way you look and feel and smell, if you're not getting ahead like at least 15, 20 times a day, just give the hair back and say, here, give me all my money back, no problem. Call them right now, 1-800-321-2413, and get you a great-looking head of hair or check on their website, charlesalfieri.com. Radio 560 He thought this would move some product out of the showroom. Look at her go. This is funnier than watching retards at the park. If someone that severely retarded can have that much fun in a new... She's not retarded! Huh? She's having an epileptic fit! Watch out for the... There he goes, Bill Cabrian, the man who took the O out of country. He took the O right out of it. 13 till noon at 560. we got the Mad Dog at 1, Hank at 3, and all the rest of that stuff. Panther Hockey at Dallas. No. Okay. 488 votes on the poll. I've been remiss in giving the poll results. Sorry. Sorry. What's your take on the 200-plus Haitians who made it uh, here yesterday? And, of course, the, I just, I don't know. This whole business, how can you believe that we have homeland security when somebody says, well, uh, you know, they just slipped through? How can anybody believe that? Anyway, no more refugees, close the gates, uh, just changed again. Just at 490, no more refugees, close the gates, 59.3%, 291. They should be sent back immediately, 76, 15.5%. I wonder how many times the governor voted on that. 70, uh, what's that, 74.8, almost 75% of those two. They should be allowed to apply for political asylum, 73, 14.8%. They should be allowed to stay, 27, 5.5%. I didn't know we had that many Haitians. 
And only Cubans should be allowed to stay when they reach the U.S. 23, 4.6%. Only Cubans. And uh, I have to check them out first. Speaking of that, speaking of gay, gay leading men opened the closet door for lesbians. I could waste my time with this power lesbian thing, changing the puss of Hollywood. I don't think so. I'll leave the lesbians to Howard Sperm. Some of the biggest stars in Hollywood have played macho roles on the big screen and led secret double lives as homosexuals. In other words, gay. In the book Behind the Screen, How Gays and Lesbians Shaped Hollywood, author William J. Mann rips the lid off many of Tinseltown's gay secrets. And the Inquirer picks up where the book leaves off by exposing other stars who hid their homosexuality from their adoring fans. Dashing Cary Grant was a regular at gay Hollywood parties, and when his studio demanded the actor play the game and appear to be straight, he married actress Virginia Sherrill. It was a disastrous union from the start. After only a few months, Grant became a sullen drunk and attempted suicide, Mann discloses in his book. He divorced his new bride and went back to living with his boyfriend, Randolph Scott. And the pair romped their way through the gay clubs that dominated the Hollywood scene in the 1930s. Great Scott. Handsome leading man Rock Hudson worked furiously to keep his gayness a secret till he was on his deathbed with AIDS in 85. Throughout his long career, the actor took macho roles and even married his agent's secretary to hide his homosexuality. Hudson was so successful in his cover-up that even some of his closest Hollywood associates, including Doris Day, his co-star in three hit films, were fooled. Said Doris, I never had the remotest idea he was gay. Well, this isn't the Inquirer, but uh, I'm not so sure I buy that because I've seen the thing on the VH1 or Biography or somewhere. I don't know. I think she said otherwise. I don't know. Now, well, I'm not asking you. What the hell do you know about Doris Day and Rock Hudson? You don't even know who the hell they are. Jesus Christ, punk. I think I do. You think you do. Yeah, Doris Day. Okay, Sarah, Sarah, whatever. And she was in. She was pretty good. She was okay. She was in uh, some Hitchcock movies. What was she in? I don't know. Cesar Romero was touted as a Latin He-Man in movie. Oh, not Cesar Romero. Oh, no. Gay. As a real He-Man in movie magazine. Well, he was Latin. What do you expect? But in real life, he had a long love affair with fellow actor Tyrone Power, according to man. Tyrone Power. We knew he was one. Oh. Who is that, the Riddler? Yes, very good. Cesar Romero was the Riddler. No, the Riddler was uh, Frank Gorshin. No, the Joker, the Joker. The Joker was... Uh... See, now you got me confused. Burgess Meredith was the Penguin. The Joker was uh, Cesar Romero. Right, okay. You start to me a little... And, of course, Burt Ward. Hey, Burt, is that really something in your tights, or is that a salami, huh? Wow. Romero and Power played the game well, never attended gatherings where uh, they were most they were mostly gays. They understood the need for discretion, an associate stated. Power would meet one of his young boyfriends at the time, designer Mr. Blackwell, then known as Dick Ellis, in his dressing room and take long rides speeding off to Malibu so they wouldn't be seen together. He liked Dick. Screen hunk Burt Lancaster was a shameless womanizer, but many who knew him believed he also bedded men. Not Burt Lancaster! From here to eternity? Oh, no! In a tell-all biography of the superstar that stunned Burt's fans in 1995, a year after his death, author Gary Fishgal said that Idala Luria, a dialogue coach who worked with Burt on several Italian films, told him, in Italy, Burt is known as bisexual. And, of course, in Italy, almost everybody is anyway. At the dawn of Hollywood filmmaking, the first superstar was Jay Warren Kerrigan, who posed as a fast-shooting, buckskin-wearing cowboy. In fact, the king of cowboys was a perfumed, effeminate sissy who couldn't punch his way out of a paper bag man discloses. How do you like that? Don't shoot, don't shoot. Pampered and powdered, Kerrigan would sit heartily in his makeup chair while the studio beautician turned him into a handsome movie cowboy. Maybe he knew the kosher cowboy. In 1910, he was the most recognized male face in silent movies, but he was constantly mocked by film crews for being so prissy, and his mother never moved out of the house he built for himself and his male lover. The world was shocked in 1990 when news leaked out that psycho star Anthony Perkins, then married with two teenage children, had a secret gay life and was stricken with AIDS. 
<clears throat> Morshock came in 1996, four years after Perkins' death, when the biography Split Image by Charles Weinkoff revealed that one of Perkins' favorite gay playmates was Hollywood hunk Tab Hunter. What a shock that is. Not. A few years later, Hollywood actor Ray Strickland's book Angels and Demons, One Actor's Hollywood Journey, revealed more about Hunter's private life. Tab preferred the company of men, but there were no fireworks when we connected, he wrote. We met, had sex, and that was it almost too fast, too. <coughs> fast. It was quick. It was like, hi, how you doing? Squirt, squirt. That's it. Thank you. Flamboyant pianist Liberace died of AIDS in 1987 without ever confirming his homosexuality. Is there any doubt? No. Oh, boy. Better dig into that. His greatest fear was that his fans, especially the grandmas who loved him so much, would find out that he was gay and be so horrified they would turn against him, declared his former living lover, Scott Thorson. Although Robert Reed played on TV's favorite family man of the Brady Bunch, he lived a secret gay life of one-night stands and sex for higher men and eventually died of AIDS in 1992. He always went for the same type. A young man about 19 with blonde hair and blue eyes. All right. Sounds good to me, said one man who used to spend time at Reed's favorite hangout, a gay bar in Laguna Beach, California. They all called him a $200 trick. He gave them 100 bucks for sex and extra 100 bucks to shut up. For 200 bucks, I hope they were really good. Well, it don't make any difference now, I guess. Aristotle Onassis had an affair with a 22-year-old man while he was married to Jackie... Oh! Hmm. The Greek billionaire... Well, see, he liked Greek. The Greek billionaire's former aide, Frank Motti, claimed he caught Ari in bed with a 22-year-old and said the tycoon tried to seduce him, too. Screen goddesses Liz Taylor and Marilyn Monroe both tried to seduce Montgomery Clift, but the handsome actor was only interested in other men, as if we didn't know that. Poor Monty. According to Liz, Clift would play the ardent male with her, fanning her hopes that he would fall in love with her. Then he'd suddenly appear with some boy he'd picked up. Said Liz, I knew he was meant to be with a man and not a woman. I discussed it with him. I introduced him to some really nice young guys. Well, being the fag hat that she is, has been. James Dean was another star who had the lady swooning and fooled and fooled about his sexual identity. One day, Jimmy asked me if I'd work with him on a scene, Strickland wrote. While I was attempting to feed him his lines, he suddenly switched his position, putting his head in my lap. Before I knew what happened, he lifted his head from my lap and kissed me firmly on the lips. Oh, how disgusting. Bewitched star Dick Sargent came out of the closet in 1991 and choir blockbuster saying, I'm going to do it to stop living a lie. The actor's good friend and wife on the show, Liz Montgomery, knew the truth, but Sargent hid his homosexuality from the rest of the cast and the public. I could portray a husband because I'm an actor, he said. Acting a heterosexual man is no different than portraying a murderer or hunchback. It's acting, he said. How do you like that, huh? Which most of those we knew, but a couple pretty interesting ones there, huh? Cary Grant? Tyrone Power? You don't even know who the hell any of those people are. Oh, uh, one or two. Like who? You know, Scary Grant? You know Scary Grant? I've heard oh, here's another great story in Tampa. All you NRA nuts who uh, invaded our pool yesterday, you lunatics. Tampa, a three-year-old boy was in critical condition yesterday after apparently shooting himself in the neck in his parents' bedroom. Quinn Birchfield was shot around 7.38 last night, police said, or Monday night. They described the incident as an accident. The boy's father, Stephen Birchfield, heard the shot, found his wounded son, called rescue personnel. Tampa police spokesman Joe Durkin said, Bert, no relation to Tom Durkin, said Birchfield, 33, had left his 32 caliber semi-automatic handgun inside his jeans on a dresser in the room. The boy began, found the gun and began playing with it. His sisters couldn't get to him before he pulled the trigger, Durkin said. The bullet lodged in the neck. He's in critical condition. How do you like that? Oh, look at this. Here's chronic Joey again. Hey, Joey, get lost, okay, with your chronic stupid faxes. Go away, whatever your real name is. Idiot. Here's the fact that says to Neil the Queen, we need to spend more money on the Coast Guard, less Haitians, more weed. Send Jeb back, uh, send Jeb back to Haiti. No, <laughs> okay, and it goes on. I think I went far enough on that. Okay, we got the big noon to one hour coming up, man, and of course we all got a big smile on our face. Now, did you go look for a sack yet? Of course not. There's not any food in this joint, is there? 
I'll double check now. Yeah, let's go sniff around, see if we got anything, and if not, we'll have to call somebody or not. Or not. I need to lose an ounce or two before I get out of here. For, of course, Miguel is going to come in at 1 o'clock. I can always... Four minutes till noon at 560. Gay. QAM. Hey, don't forget, it's, a, what is it, Wednesday? That means Pompano Park is open tonight for live racing every Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday. And by the way, Steve Wolf, don't be giving my uh, phone number here on the air out to uh, Mickey McNichol, okay? Every time I bet on Mickey, for some strange reason, he always finishes fourth. I wonder what that's all about. Pompano Park, open Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, post time 7.15, free general parking, free clubhouse and grandstand admission every afternoon and evening. Why not come out for an evening of great horse racing action, root home a winner from the rail, treat yourself to a private box seat on the fourth floor, or enjoy a Ben & Jerry's Hot Fudge Sunday or a slice of Bellotti's Pizza. Ooh, Ben & Jerry's Hot Fudge Sunday sounds good to me. Don't forget, every Wednesday night, like tonight, is dollar night at the track. You can get a draft beer, hot dog, soda, large pretzel, or popcorn, only a buck apiece. Pompano Park's excellent top-of-the-park restaurant on the sixth floor is open every live racing night for fine dining, featuring Chef Kirk Lede's nightly specials and the best seafood steaks and prime rib dinners in town. Even I, Neil Rogers, it says, enjoys eating at the top-of-the-park restaurant. What, what a what a pompous line. Even I, even a big shot like me, enjoys Yeah, I do, and, of course, I like the price, too. Every seat at the top-of-the-park restaurant offers a panoramic view of the races, has a private little TV monitor, and you can say, Where's Wally? Hey, Wally, are you in this race? Hey, Wally, over here, Wally. There's also a great all-you-can-eat buffet in the fourth floor players' lot for only 10.95 per person every racing night. Pompano Park offering you full-card simulcasting every day of your life, seven days a week, starting at noon, with highlight harness and thoroughbred racing action. Beware of David Miller; he's dangerous. Pompano Park on Powerline Road, one block south of Atlantic Boulevard. Live racing tonight, 7:15 p.m. Live, live and local. We're Sports Radio 560 QAM. It's Steve Goldstein, but you can call me Geldy. Whenever I'm in town, I listen to. Wait a minute, I am in town. It's the 12 to 1 hour. Stop! trouble with dangling chads. Now they got these touchscreen jobbies that don't work worth a crap. 
I think they got them from JetBlue. There's some of them old ones they used to play electronic poker on. I mean, heavens to Betsy, this is voting. It's serious. I know that after the recount, I will be the victor. Actually, let me clarify. I will still be Janet, but I'll also be victor. Capiche? I got half a mind to get my red Toyota 4x4 pickup and head down to Havana. I'll load up some locals and put this thing over the tap. The biggest problems were in Dade and Broward counties, two of my strongest areas. I mean, I personally slept with over 4,000 men and women in those aforementioned areas, which should have secured me certain victory. But instead, I got to put a hold ski on my new victory party. Ah, hammers and nails, I'm freaking. Not to mention in the middle of this whole mess of crap, one of my beans went bad on me. I'll bet you dollars to donuts that little bastard Ilian Gonzalez had something to do with this. Either that or that Dan Marino. I never bought into that whole isotoner glove dealy, Bab. You ain't heard the last from Janet Boobs at Granite Reno, Florida.
All right. So Taco Cube is in Miami, you're smart. They changed the name to Alien Park. Exploitation is now down to a fine art. That's where the bucks are. You just head south on Lazaro Way. Until you see the human chain and giant water ride. Where you grab a tube or a raft. That's if you're blocking up to a democracy. Extravaganza, all comedy bits all day. Five thirty uh, for thirty-four. What is it? Five hundred. I'm tongue-tied because I saw Fat Boy come waddling in here and out of the chair. Let's hear it for Fat Boy. Nice going. He was waddling on his. Uh, did he have the walker? Yeah, he had the walker today. Five hundred and thirty-four votes. In fact, you wonder where all the food went. That was in those other bags. I think you just saw the answer. What's your take on the two hundred plus Haitians who made it on shore here yesterday? Who washed up on shore? Who jumped overboard? No more refugees. Close the gates. Three hundred and seventeen. Fifty-nine point three percent which is obviously the correct answer. They should be sent back immediately, which is acceptable, too. 86, 16.1%. They should be allowed... I'll change it again. Jesus! They should be allowed to apply for political asylum, 78, 14.5%. They should be allowed to stay, 29, 5.5%. Only Cubans should be allowed to stay when they reach the U.S., 24, 4.4%. Everybody else was too embarrassed to say that, even if they believe it. All our Cuban friends. And by the way, Joey, uh, go back to being Tracy, okay? We like your chronic faxes better when you used to be Tracy Foster or some other fake name, you right-wing asshole. Hey, let me tell you again. Miguel said it's the truth in the crappy old mattress he had before. Didn't he say that before he left here? Yeah, he did. He used to slide right off the edge while he was trying to make whoopee with his lovely fiance. Just at the wrong moment, like, Squirt. ah, too late, right on the floor. Damn it. So if you're not getting a night's sleep or if you're not being able to partake, partake in extracurricular activities the way you want to, get you a great new mattress the way Miguel did. Of course, you'll have to pay for yours. Just call 1-800-MATTRESS. That's the number for Dollar Mattress. When you talk to these folks, you'll be guaranteed a great night's sleep for years to come. Dollar Mattress carries only the best brands in the world. they got Sealy, Certus, Simmons, King Coil, every size, every comfort level. In other words, the exact mattress you're looking for is in stock, ready for just about immediate delivery. And, of course, no bait and switch like a lot of those other stores because a lot of the other stores you do business with will be out of business in six weeks. When the crew from Dollar Mattress got to Miguel's home, they took away the crappy old bedding, and they they handled it gingerly and set up the brand-new mattress. So don't be tempted by those other stores, and don't waste your time schlepping around. Just pick up the phone, make one easy call at 1-800-MATTRESS. And don't forget, these next couple of days, today, tomorrow, and that's it. 
You get this is the last two days for the special deal. Get a free dollar mattress delivery in any two-hour period that's convenient for you when you're going to be home, depending on where you live. Don't forget, limited delivery, uh, limited uh, free delivery, by the way, today and tomorrow only at Dollar Mattress. Call 1-800-MATTRESS, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S, for Dollar Mattress, brand name beds for busy, horny people. My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Sin manera de George Bush. Her personality is great. I think she might be my soulmate. There is one thing that is vile. She's got a face like Homer Pie. Her shapely legs are just the best. Can't say the same about her smile She's got a face like Homer Pyle <laughs> She looked good from far away I thought I'd make the play But that was a mistake When she got closer It's gonna haunt me for a while That face that looks like Omaha Baby, launch a couple missiles Toward a place we know oh! And 
name of Matafel, whose first name begins with O. There's one thing we all understand. Al-Qaeda won't be finished until we blow up Pakistan. Uh-huh. We could chase them around forever with our tanks and all our troops. But special forces are so tired of jumping through them hoops. You know we need another plan So let's cut out all the nonsense And go blow up Pakistan Al-Qaeda needs a nuclear tan Why don't we stop I want to give you a kiss. Boom, boom. Hey, what you eating? Cowboy dick. Hey, buckaroos, there's nothing like a little cowboy dick ice cream. I want something. I've got a craving. Yeah, well, how about some cowboy dick? Sure. All the cowgirls love my cowboy dick. And I should know, because I'm cowboy dick. I like my cowboy dick with some nuts. No problem, partner. Introducing cowboy dick with nuts so big you can hardly wrap your lips around them. My youngins love cowboy dick. Ma'am, fill your posse with my cowboy dick. Oh, cowboy dick. Here, try it. How is it? I can't talk. My mouth is full of cowboy dick. She's smiling. She's smiling. Fill your mouth with my cowboy dick. Available in your grocery freezer. Once you've had your first cowboy dick, you won't ever go back. When you're filled with cowboy dick, you'll scream, Welcome back to the Mo Howard David Show, where we're chock full of zany but good clean family fun. You know that pipe smoking jizz guzzler thinks rape is funny? Is that funny? Planes crashing into buildings is funny too, huh? What? 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 Since when is gang rape funny? Especially when it's me getting my tea bag grabbed. What a jackass. Hey, how about them hurricanes? No, 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 don't go tap dancing when I talk. This is important. They don't know comedy. I'll show them comedy. Today I brought my collection of Lum and Abner tapes. Who? Lum and Abner, you moron. They even named the restaurant after Lum. Uh-oh. Ah, you clueless schmuck. We'll get back to that later. Right now, it's time for our transcendent mid-show snack. Bring the morning mayor his food. Ooh. Ah, here they are. My favorite place to dine, Zygotza Boca. Dig in, everybody. Mm, what is it, shrimp? Looks like a donut. No, it's uh, the veined embryos from Planned Parenthood in the hood. Uh, but it's good. Try it with the uh, cocktail sauce. Hey, hey, Beast, go play that Alice Cooper record. Dead babies can take care of uh, There's a little atmosphere for you to help it go down the gullet. Hey, baby, I'd really dig that Alice Cooper. See, I'm with it, and I'm hip. I'm a hipster. If these punks only knew what was good. Here, yeah. I got some more uh, sense in here to cleanse your palate, dude. Thanks, Mo. All right, 
Well, we got Meathead Mad Dog coming up at one, followed by that fat Joe right after the queer and the spit. What's that? It's a plane! It's a plane! Quick, quick! It's headed right for your ass, Mo! Bend over, quick! In keeping up with the current social trends, Reality Toy Company has introduced its new Gang Banger Barbie. Gang Banger Barbie comes in your favorite gang colors. Start your collection with Shanene, Barbie's crack hoe friend, and her pimp boyfriend, Ice Puffy Mac Daddy Kenny D. Gang Banger Barbie accessories include a Cadillac Eldorado for those late night drive-by shootings of rival gangs and innocent bystanders. It's fun for the whole dysfunctional family. Get it today. Welcome back to the highly rated and Mo Howard and David of the show. According to my extravagation. Okay, stupid, where were we? We were doing this. Oh, wrong. Oh. You were doing that to me. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Mo. That's better. Mm. Oh, day. Chris. Hey, I didn't say you could say that yet. Okay. Oh, day. Now you. Chris Carter. day gets me. That's that's it. Not on my watch, you punk. Okay. Orande. He's up with you. Ow. What's with the kung fu grip? Sorry, Mo. And we got one of our three very important callers on the line here. WQAM, what do you want? Come on, come on, spit it out. What's your name? I can't understand the goddamn thing you're saying. What are you doing? I'm playing with my Mary Coker bobblehead doll. Oh, that's quite understandable. Why, I sometimes... Help me out. Help me out. Go ahead, guilty. You got me thrown now. Almost there. Say all right, Dave. Got him in by hook or crook. The Christian right knows 
President Dumb Sh. Trump 27 at 560 WQAM. It's our big Wednesday noon to one hour. 559 votes on that poll. What's your take on the 200 and some odd Haitians who made it here yesterday? Well, no more refugees. Close the gates. That's what 380, uh, 332 people say, 59.3%. They should be sent back immediately, if not sooner, 92, 16.5%. And they should uh, be allowed to apply for political asylum, 81, 14.4%. They should be allowed to stay, 38, 5.3%. 30, I'm sorry, don't get carried away. 35.3%. Only Cubans should be allowed to stay when they reach the U.S. 24, 4.2% are so unabashed as to say, Maricón, or whatever they're saying. 27 past noon at 560 WQM. Let's face it, you've been hearing about fast train for a long time. You've probably got fast train coming out of your brain. Well, the facts are simple. If you have the dedication, fast train will provide you with the necessary training to become a certified computer professional and start making a serious income. According to Time Magazine, and they know their crap, the demand for computer professionals will continue to explode and get big as uh, life itself. The average student at Fast Train completes the training in just four short months, attending school just three nights a week. Once you've completed that certification, Fast Train will help you in getting a great new computer job, too. Fast Train invites you to come in and visit their trained career counselor and determine which track is ideal for you. Call Fast Train, 866-FAST-TRAIN to set up that appointment with four convenient locations. You'll find them in Miami, Pembroke Pines, Fort Lauderdale, and brand new now in Kendall for you. And don't forget to ask the career counselor for a list of students like yourself who are currently in their dream jobs. Call Fast Train toll-free. I was just thinking about Todd Dreck. Makes me laugh. Call Fast Train or cry 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. That's 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. Or check them out on the web at FastTrain.com. Tell them that Todd Dreck told you to call. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. UAM. Stop. Gets me fired up when I hear someone say that. Hi there, boys and girls. Today, we've got a very extra special friend stopping by to show us all about something really special. I hear him at the door right now. Come on in, Mr. McMack. <laughs> How are you, laddie? Hey, brought by something I wanted to show you. Ooh, I wonder what it, it is. It looks like looks like a, an octopus with a kilt on. <laughs> That's me bag, boy. Ooh, your bag? Hey. Ooh, what? Can I touch it? Sure, go ahead. Ooh, ooh. Run your hands over. That's, that's soft. Hey, it's like really velvet. Soft. Hey. Oh, oh, what, what's this right here? That is my blowpipe. You, what, what do you do with the blowpipe? You blow on it, lad. You blow, you, you blow on hey, it? Hey, you put your mouth around it and you blow. Oh, can, can I do that? Hey, would you like to blow my pipe, laddie? Oh, can I? Sure, go ahead. Oh, okay. Come on, lad. You, you've got to put your mouth around it, lad. Don't oh, be afraid okay. it's not going to break. Like, like this? Hey, that's a boy. Oh, Stick it all the way down your throat. It's getting bigger. Hey, that means you're doing it right. What's, what's this over here? That's me chanter. What's, what do we do with that? What you do with that, laddie, is you put your both hands on it, you cover the hole, and you run your hands up and down the shaft real quick. Ooh, it's making a noise. Hey. Like that? Hey, run your hands up and down it there. Now what you want to do, laddie, is you want to blow on the pipe. You want to... Squeeze the bag nice and gentle. And then you want to run your hands up and down the shaft real quick. Like, okay. All I'm together, like all at the same time. Okay, here, here we go. Oh, good laddie. Yeah. Hey, that's good lad. Sure. Hey, that's good laddie. Keep blowing. Blow harder laddie. Harder. Squeeze the bag. Squeeze more. Run your hands up and down the shaft. Quick, faster! Run your hands up and down faster! Blow! Blow! Oh! 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 Oh!
that again. After the kids give me breath, maybe. What's that crap they play down the hall? That's power. What garbage. The kids today don't know what's good. Like that song, uh, I'm happy I live in a split-level head. You remember that? <laughs> How can you... Listen. I'm happy I live in a split-level head. I'm happy I live in a split-level head. You don't remember that? No. No. Why am I surrounded by morons? Come on, Howie. Don't you call me Howie. No. I've had enough in subordination from you, pal. No. You shut up, fatso. Okay, that's it. You're all fired. You fat stupid boob. You listen to me? You're fired. I'll be that ghost for you, too. You know who I am? I'm the king of paradise. <laughs> I came down here after losing my job to be a big fish in a little pond. Duh. When they kicked me off ESPN, they told me don't come back again. I had some problems with wise guys who advised I move to paradise. Florida. Fire! That back deal ain't no Louis Nye. That guy was funny. You're all fired! And I hope that kid Gusler dies. I hope he dies! I hope you all die! I'm a big fish in a little pond, see? A big fish in a little pond! Is anybody listening to me? I'm a big fish in a little pond! A big fish in a little pond! A big fish in a little pond! Yeah! Why does anybody enjoy me? Now, now, calm down, Howard. What do you say we go have some nice sushi? Oh, yeah, I got that something. I'm achy in my gland. Yeah, you, a naked boy. And I'm your nambler man. Yeah, I'm your Nambler man. Yeah, I'm your Nambler man. They seem so sweet to me with their firm little cans. Little boys need to be with me because I'm a Nambler man. Yeah, I'm a Nambler man. Yeah, I'm a Nambler man. You can sit on my lap and I will let you drive, let you drive, let you drive. Yeah, you shake your muffin when you wear your little pants. Don't tell a little secret, cause I'm your Nambler man. Inside. Squirt, squirt. And when I touch your little parts, I get high, I get high, Rectum. I get high. Oh yeah, I got that something. I'm achy in my gland. Yeah, you, a naked boy. 
your name, the man. Okay. Yeah, I'm your name, the man. Yeah, I'm your name, the man. Yeah, I'm your name, the man. Tarnished with the sewer of this place. Well said, Mo. 22 till 1 at 560. WQM, the Mad Dog, coming up at 1 o'clock. And by the way, Mo, they all hate you. You know, we all have different lifestyles, therefore we need different products to make us feel better and be healthier. Oleum and Mediterranean formulas are advanced combinations of great pharmaceutical-grade olive oil combined with good stuff. Vitamins, minerals, herbals, other good stuff in there scientifically designed to provide natural nutrition solutions to help you support specific health needs. Look for Oleomed's three great new formulas. they got one to help you sleep, one to help you lose weight, and CoQ10 for your heart, all using the benefits of the best olive oil on the face of the globe. Oleomed's an exciting new product, and if you want to pick it up, do so at Publix, Eckerd's, Walgreens, and if you'd like to get more information about their products before you buy them, just call this toll-free number, 1-866-OLEOMED. That's 1-866-653-6633. You can also order their products on their nifty website and find out more about it, too, oleomedamerica.com. And if you visit your nearest Publix and buy Oleomed products in Broward or Dade, you can get you a coupon for a free Larry Coker bobblehead doll while supplies last. Oh! Don't forget to visit their sampling pavilion that's sports done every Sunday. What, what are you going to do with that thing? What do you do with Larry Coker bobblehead doll? Don't forget to visit the Sampling Pavilion at Sports Center every Sunday when the Dolphins are playing home games. Pick up some free oleomed and product information as well and start popping it in your puss for good health. Live and local, this is 560. The radio is all yours now. QAM. talking about women. Yellow teeth so far apart. Condoleezza, Condoleezza, what you be doing? Get the old fascist like that token Schwarzer's dog. Is you day cause you a high tone boop lip negro? Is you the black and your mammy who be smart? Does they like how you shine their shoes underneath the uh-huh. all the way you wash and park the whitest cars? Yeah. Georgie Jr. said he trusts you underneath the you sell our allies on the greedy oil wall. Then he make you clean all the White House bathrooms. The tub, the sink, the toilet, and then scrub the floor. They tell you don't wear sandals, Condoleezza. Your cold chip toenails make them want a wretched fuse. Your nappy leg hair looks just like it. Velcro, the GOP want you to be that token spoon. One day while you be flipping pancakes, you may realize that they're treating you just like your esterone. That's when your head will move from side to side, Condoleezza. Tell Bush and Rummy, 
a stogie goes I can see how there was some confusion Between humidor and humid whore And in Arkansas the term cedar box Means saw her naked Stars report can lead to going blind Now Clinton he was working hard Late nights in the ovary office Working on a practical joke He took a Mac and noodle Put an exploding load in Poor Monica was blowing rings of smoke Bill cigars and Monica's vagina All right she lets out a giggle Every time he makes it wiggle Monica is not the kind You can do in the behind But a cigar in her vagina She don't mind Oh, people feel that Hillary's been Made a fool of by her husband Feel that Hillary was wronged up in the Lincoln bedroom, she was moaning, moaning. Al Gore was doing her with Bill's old bong. Bill cigars and Monica's vagina. She lets out a giggle. Every friggin' time he makes it wiggle. Monica is not the kind you can do in the behind. No. But a cigar in her vagina, she don't mind. Oh, candy is sandy. Yeah, dust master is faster. Oh, yeah. What you gotta do is take a tip of Rillo and put it in a Sports Radio 560. QAM. Remember this golden gasser. Wonderful. WQAM. Do you fear your nephew is in hell? I fear that my nephew is, is not with the Lord, no. Not with the Lord. In other words, in hell. I don't know. I fear he's not with the Lord, though. And, and because they ate part of his body like a limbo. You fear that that Roman Catholic communion is they ate your nephew's body? Yes, sir. All right. We have on uh, the line in Van Nuys here a uh, Roman Catholic priest on KFI AM 640. Hello. How are you doing? Good. Good. Listen, ma'am, um, first of all, I put my condolences to you on the uh, loss of your nephew. Are you a priest? Yes, I am. Yeah. Okay, so I'm just wa I just want to let you clarify something for you, okay? Yes. So this is just, you've been misinformed about why the Catholic you, why, Church. Why do you eat people? Well, if you just hang on, I will explain to you what our belief is, and then you can draw your own conclusion. But you eat people? Let me explain what our teaching is, and you draw your let, own conclusion. Let the Father explain, okay? Okay, first of all, we believe that when you receive communion, 
we received the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, oh my God. Well, well, hold on, man. No, man. I mean, I'm just calling to let you know what you our eat, belief is. You eat flesh and blood. If you want to look at it that way, that's oh, fine. Oh, my God. That's I want, fine. I want to vomit. This is our belief, and I you to, draw I, your own conclusion. I want to vomit. Ma'am, you got to let the Father explain. Well, why would I want to hear him talk about it? Well, because you've been misinformed. This is like Hellraiser, like Clive Okay, Parker first Hellraiser. of all, okay, Do you're you upset because you've been misinformed about what happened to your nephew in our ritual. You eat the butt, you eat the whole damn thing. Excuse me? Don't you eat it? We eat the host, yes. The host. But he said he eats the whole body of the man. That's not what I said. You said you eat the blood and the flesh. Of who? Of the man. No, of Jesus Christ. Oh, God. Oh, that is a blasphemy. Well, if you choose that to believe a... that, all I'm trying to do is inform do you about our beliefs because you've been misinformed. Do you eat up on the booty, too? I'm not even going to answer that. I don't understand. what, what What's that mean? What, what is this man talking about eating the Lord Jesus? Let him finish. Okay. Let him just say what he has to say. From the scriptures, man, where Jesus took bread and blessed it and broke it and said, Take this and eat it. This is my body. Oh, and then he took the cup of wine and he said, Take and drink. This is my blood. And again he says, Unless you eat my body and drink my blood, oh, you have no life to give you. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is Good Friday. Exactly. And you're talking about eating up on Jesus. I'm just calling to inform you that, that, what we believe. You're grubbing on Jesus, ain't you? What? If you choose to believe that. You're grubbing all over on Jesus. If that's what you choose to believe. And my nephew, what about him? Okay, ma'am, as again. Macking on Jesus. Them Catholics macked on my boy. I macked on your boy. <laughs> I don't believe that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Them Catholics macked on your boy, huh? You want to laugh no, at me? Can I ask you a question? You son of a bitch, you laugh at me? Excuse me, yeah. let me ask you a question here. It's like some kind of Negro smorgasbord over there. Well, I'll tell you. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> thank you. Know, as far as that other man is concerned. It's like a brother buffer. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm in the phone, Listen, Father, I thank you for, for taking the time. Okay. I really do. Uh, Ma'am, you have a good Easter. Well, you, you, you pay for your sins. Well, I'll leave that up to God. That's true. Thanks, Father. All right. All right. That was a Roman Catholic priest. Man, macking on my boy like a brother buffet. Oh, you can eat me. Oh. <laughs> what was it? What's it called, man? Uh, all you can eat, Negro. I understand. And so do we. Mad Dog's next. See ya. Bye, bye, bye. The Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale.